0: Hey, you damn guys. Welcome to Book Club Member Comics. My name is John Salinas, and I'm here with... Are oh, we loveless?
1: I'm Danielle. And I'm Chris Egan. Yay! Yay! I'm back,
0: baby. Thanks for joining us, Chris. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Yes, this is our Book Club podcast. We're reading comics. We're talking to our friends. And now Danielle's going to tell you all about it. No, not
2: Chris Egan's going to tell you all about it. Oh. going to tell you about
1: it. Oh, okay. So yeah. uh, typically, <laughs> typically, this is a, a Book Club podcast. So uh, we read a thing. We tell you that you're going to read the thing. Then we come back and we talk about the thing. Then you guys comment about the thing. And we read the comments and talk about it back and forth in circles. And we try to piece it all together and make something out of it. But I think we're doing something a little different this week.
0: Yeah, yeah. We sure are. But yes, that's perfect. And that's a book club. And that's friendship. Yes, excellent. Thank you, Chris. Mm -hmm. Really appreciate it. Awesome job. (laughs) All right. I have some shouts outs for this week. Shouts outs. Shouts outs. Yes. I want to shout out, my first house shout out is the Last Book on the Shelf podcast.
2: Last Book on the Shelf.
0: Read that book. Book Club members, all three of them. Yes. Awesome.
2: (laughs) Book club friends.
0: Yes. uh, Yes. we got Hayden Orr, a book club member over there. Yeah. And uh, Aubrey, you just were featured on their podcast. you want to talk about that a
2: little bit? Aubrey, were you a guest on someone else's podcast?
0: (laughs) Yes,
3: I was. I uh, joined the last book on the shelf, and we talked about Stephen King's The Gunslinger. And we also spent a fair amount of time talking about Stephen King himself. And Hayden
0: does a pretty good Stephen King impression. Oh, that's <laughs> <awesome>. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't gotten around to listening to that yet, but it, it's, I'll definitely listen to it this weekend. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, and The Gunslinger is like one of my favorite books.
3: The whole series, The Dark Tower, it's really great. Um, if you haven't read it, you should read it. It's a lot
0: of fun. I have the first three books, so I, I need to reread that and, uh, and, mm-hmm. and follow along with the podcast because that sounds do like a it. lot of fun. Are you going to do more episodes with them about this series?
3: Uh, yeah, they said if once they start doing the other books, uh, they'll call me back on. And I told them I'd be down for doing about you know if they also want to talk Dune.
0: Nice, mm-hmm. awesome. That mm-hmm. sounds great. Excellent. Well, uh, yeah. So I'll link that episode in the show notes, and definitely follow that podcast and check them out. Great job, Aubrey. Thank you. It was a lot of fun. <laughs> great job, Aubrey. Have we made that job? <laughs> I love <Yeah>. it. <laughs> um. I also want to give some mini shouts outs because I, I want to kind of save some of these shouts outs for the Hellboy book club that we're going to have next month. But mini uh, I, want give, I want to give so I want to give a shout out to Lawrence Campbell. Lawrence Campbell, book club, club member. member, an all around swell guy, an amazing the Hellboy artist. artist, and uh, amazing artist in general. You know, Lawrence Campbell is so generous when you purchase one of his prints. Sometimes he'll send like a little post it with a little drawing on it or something like that. And we have a couple of his little post its already, and I think you have one too, Chris, right?
1: Yep, it's on my desk. I'm looking at it right now. What
0: well, What do you have?
1: Uh, I just it's like uh, it's like Hellboy's bust.
0: <laughs> nice, nice. That's awesome. So, so I ordered uh, one of his prints. He was down to ten prints of this one, and I hadn't gotten it yet. So I was like, man, I need to order one of these. And when I sent the order you know it has like a little note section for you to like write a little message and i just wrote thank you book club member right you know what i mean because he's been on our show you know what i mean so i just yeah he listens to the podcast too so
2: it's just a cute fun little thing to put that sweet
0: it's just a little thing or whatever you know what i mean and then when we got the 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 print back there was this i got one of those amazing little post-its it has the those How- are so
2: cool. I've actually framed yeah all the ones yeah. that we've ever gotten.
0: It's uh it, it's Howard's and he's saying hey you damn guys yeah. so that's awesome. It's your boy. It's your boy Howard's but then we the also got this uh incredible just like piece from
2: amazing. him amazing I amazing mean, like a fully original inked original art fully yeah. inked it really was, beautiful
0: I I didn't when I opened it I was just like speechless. This was like eight and I a mean? half by eleven. <laughs> yeah. I mean really sweet wow you know it was really cool yeah. and it says thank you. On the, on the bottom, really you know, nice. and, it, and it's signed by him. Really cool. So, the Howard I mean, sketch
2: says, uh, Hey, you damn guys. Hey, you damn guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, it's awesome. Anyway, um, that, that was, was very
2: thoughtful and very generous really and cool. sweet. And we really sincerely appreciated that from the bottom of our hearts. So, I'm going to be framing that up.
0: Yeah. As I, well. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, what what a cool uh, memento well. for the book club. Yeah. I, I remember
3: when you texted me, you are like, Oh my God. And then you like, and then the next, you know, and then nothing came.
0: And then the picture came, and I was like,
3: oh, shit, that's amazing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, and uh, I also wanted to give a, sh- a little shout-out, too, to Ryan Yule. Ryan Yule. Book Club member. Book Club member.
2: Book Club member.
0: Yes, Ryan, Um, you know, he's just a solid guy. He's really nice. And that's true. And he was going out to San Diego Comic-Con, and, you know, he was like, hey, do you, do you want any of this stuff? And I was like, oh, my God, Aww. Ryan. I was like, fuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. So. I mean, of course, you know, yes. So um, Ryan picked me up some stuff from San Diego Comic-Con, and it was just really nice, you know what I mean? Like, I just feel, like, really lucky that I have, you know, I've got Wes going to cons and sending me stuff, and Sweet. Ryan's going to... And,
2: I don't know. It's just the boys will be calling us on I know. FaceTime just it's to really say nice.
0: hi. You know, they're just FaceTiming us to say hi. And like, oh, man, it just it just feels really good. It's, sending it's you, just nice to have some friends. Sending so. you
2: spontaneous little sketches and stuff. And I know really, I, really I, nice. I feel
0: very lucky lately, you know, with all the friendship, friendship, you know, all the friendship that we've made over the couple years that we've been doing this show. So anyway, uh, just a shout out to Ryan. He's an all around great guy. And thank you for doing that, man. And now we're going to go on to our listener feedback. Listener. Mm-hmm. Feedback That's right Get out Trade some floppies
4: Get out Hardback copies Digital is fine Read along in time
0: Well we got the old feedback today John So we had another voicemail From Robert Noonham. Ooh, Robert Ooh. Newnham. Robert Newnham. Yeah.
2: Okay. The club member
5: Yes Here we go Hey you damn guys You said, please send more. I'm sending you more. Yeah. This is Robert Newnham. And yes, the H is silent. Ha. Let me know if you get tired of these, by the way. Never. I'm glad you decided to read the Baltimore novel. It really does a lot for the series as a whole. One of my favorite lines is definitely, the Jack in the Box is laughing again. I think he may get out. Oh, no. Right. (laughs) So I don't think I can safely talk about this yet. But the BPRD story, The Ectoplasmic Man, actually contains a link to the Outerverse. I thought Uh. I might have imagined it, but I checked, it's there. I'll bring it up again eventually when you get to a certain point. And also in The Witch of Harju, when Sophia's zombie husband got lit on fire and beheaded, the creature that came out of the body reminded me a little bit of the Ogdruhem that Shonjin killed in the Professor O'Donnell flashback in issue two of Gods. I'm
0: gonna have to go back and look at that. That's on pages
5: 182 to (laughs) 184 of the second Hell on Earth omnibus. (laughs) Nice, thank you. you. (laughs) Prologue to the Dead. Now, I'm glad you brought up the Dark Horse comiXology sale, because I was wondering if you had any recommendations. Mm. It might be a while before I get around to reading them, though. I recently started reading through the Valiant universe. Just finished Volume 2 of Archer and Armstrong. Mm. It's fun and bonkers. (laughs) (laughs) So, I've already got most of Harrow County and Black Hammer, as well as Mind Management and Grendel. Also recently grabbed Zombie World, Champion of the Worms, Jenny Finn, and the first Beasts of Burden trade paperback. Okay. A friend keeps recommending that series. And I did manage to get the British Paranormal Society in time for the episode. Nice. nice. Awesome. nice. Really looking forward to the audio dramas, but I don't have Hellboy in love yet, and I'm waiting for the trade. Right. I need to go now. It's nearly one in the morning. I seem to be in the habit of recording these at weird hours. And nice. thank you for all the nice comments about my voice. It's been lovely to hear, and I very much appreciate it.
0: Robert Nunum. We appreciate you, yes, Robert Nunnem. Awesome. We appreciate Very you. Good. We got ha- to have Robert on the show. Book club member. Yeah. Yes. Book club incredible
1: call.
2: Book club voice actor. We got to <laughs> have this guy on the show. For yeah, that sure. was
0: amazing. Oh man, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I can recommend anything else from that sale, and I don't even know if it's is it still going. I don't know. By the but, time this goes up, it right, might already right. be uh, it might already be done, but um it sounded like you had everything that i would recommend yeah. black hammer and jenny finn champion of worms all that stuff is, has mike mignola stuff in it i was gonna
2: say that's all stuff you would have yeah. told him anyway yeah
0: so. we talked about enigma um duncan Fragredo.
1: that was that was worth yeah. checking out I, I really enjoyed that that was good he needs he does need to continue with beast of burden because i have all those i have all the hard covers for that that whole series yeah, I don't know. I think that's all I can really recommend right now. I wish I I wish I knew more. Uh,
0: thank you so much for all the recommendations with the uh, with the Baltimore stuff and the Outerverse stuff. I'm really excited to get to whatever that connection is. People have been searching for connection with the Outerverse and the Hellboy universe yeah. forever, it seems like. So I'm excited to hear that you have one. And then as far as the audio dramas, like... Uh, We won't cover that until the trade for Hellboy and Love is Out. So, you know, we're not going to talk about that. I haven't even listened to it yet. I already bought the first one, but I haven't actually had a chance to start listening to it yet. So, um, but excellent. I'm so glad that you're excited for it. And uh, always great to hear from you. Please send in your voice messages more. When you sent me the message, you said, I hope I'm getting this in time. You know, if you want to send a voicemail or if anyone wants to send one, if you could get it to me by Friday at like noon Central Time Central Standard Time, that's usually when we record. Um, but it's not a guarantee because like this week we're recording on Wednesday. So, um, but typically <laughs> it's Friday. Thanks again, man. Really appreciate it. We also heard from Alex Kopeck.
2: Alex Kopeck,
0: book club member.
2: Book club member. <laughs>
0: he said, "I'm finally caught up. I'm going to be listening to you guys in real time from now on." Excellent. Oh, awesome. All- for the past four and a half months, you guys have been a comfort to me during my work days. I have pretty Aww. bad anxiety, and you guys have been friends. Keep me company. Aww. I really appreciate that. As for the subject of Superman, I recently shown my fiance the first Christopher Reeve Superman movie. She really enjoyed it. Nice. And I can't wait to show her the sequel.
2: Excellent. Yes. Awesome. I love this yeah. Um.
0: So, Alex, when, uh, when they say Houston, Planet Houston... <laughs> I want well, I you to turn them. your wife and go, the book club members, that's where they're yeah. from. They're over there. Yeah. <laughs> he says, um, we've also been watching Smallville for the first time. I heard the Oh, yes. Sh- <laughs> I've heard the later seasons aren't amazing, but these first two seasons are pretty great so far. We've even shed a few tears because of the show. The two episodes uh-huh. in particular were a character named Ryan, who became a little brother figure to Clark. Maybe Aubrey knows them. I Speaking do. Speaking of Aubrey... It has been four years without smoking. If so, congratulations! I'm really happy for you. Nice.
3: It has been four years. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. Oh man, enjoy Smallville. Okay, my personal opinion is the first four seasons are really good. Five, six, and seven kind of take a low, and then eight through ten are pretty
0: decent.
2: Okay. All right. That's
1: exactly that's exactly how I feel about that show.
2: Okay. Well. All right.
0: <laughs> we have two. <laughs> a green assessments on the smallville yeah. season so i also watched go, it alex. when it aired yep you can't go wrong i've never wrong seen the show
2: two. so i don't have a, an opinion about
0: it can't wait to hear more from you guys in the future oh. alex can't wait to hear from you more alex. yeah i'm absolutely. so glad that you'll be following us week good. by week i look forward to hearing you awesome Thank I you. i want to
2: shout outs wiley because oh, Wiley, he, yeah. we love you Wiley. Wiley you're the best you're he's one of our oldest dearest friends and you're a book club member now he listens now. to this show he yeah. listens to it and we Good love you oh really yeah he's one of our friends hi, Wiley. I had no, no idea love you, Wiley. what am I doing hi Wiley he's...
1: I don't know you yeah
2: now you do oh, now you're friends lovely. now you're friends that's how now it works <laughs> alright let me take a big drink of water John just handed me his iPad I gotta read something I got get to take a big old drink of water if you're listening to this stop and take a big old drink of water we got a Hey You Damn Guys from Hayden Orr.
1: Hayden Orr. Book club member.
2: Yes. That's right. Book club member. Hey, you damn guys. Great episode. But John, you haven't read for all seasons or Red Sun, Man, oh, man. It's time for Super Boot Camp. <laughs> Courses include Superman <laughs> Up in the Sky by Tom King and Andy Kubert.
0: I've heard that's good, too. I have the first issue of that, but I need to get the, like, the whole trade.
2: Superman Red and Blue by a lot of people. Hmm. The aforementioned For All Seasons and Red Sun and a host of others, including the Superman Monster Elseworlds Frankenstein Bizarro Mm. Soup Story and Superman Metropolis Elseworlds based on the silent film Metropolis, but with Superman. Wow. Matt mentioned he was reading the current John Kent Superman comic, which I agree is great, but also the current mainline Superman series has been great so far as well. Jimmy Olsen gets a very unexpected girlfriend and Luthor is working with Supes, at least for now. Also... My Adventures with Superman is great as well. It's a great time to be a Superman fan. My Adventures with Superman is fantastic. It really does
0: feel like we're getting a resurgence of all this Superman stuff. Yeah, Yeah.
2: I love that show. I'm so excited about it. Okay, but yeah, no, you're right. It's, It's a lot of good Superman stuff right now. Matt also mentioned the current Hulk series, which is interesting so far, but with only one issue, we'll have to wait and see. It seems like it's going for some horror vibes, which the Immortal Hulk did very well back when it was coming out. And man... This series has such an incredible ending. Superman makes the ultimate sacrifice while Luthor gets his ultimate comeuppance, a.k.a. realizing he was a dumb idiot this whole time. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, His realization of the real workings of reality is like when someone tries shrooms for the first time. I got that. I got that feeling, too. Uh, I feel like that's what the author was giving us there. Shrooms for the first time. And it changes their entire perspective on life. LOL. But I have to say, I mean, you know, like that's that happens, though, like for real. And it's good. (laughs) And I love that. Uh, But I have to say the sentiment that we're all we really have in this chaotic and harsh universe is a potent one. agree. If there were ever a sequel to this series, I don't know how I'd feel about it. It would be incredibly hard to do and have it live up to the original series. However, I've often thought that a one shot set in this world following the possible good guyification of Lex after the main series and how he lives in a world without Superman would be an interesting read
0: yeah a one shot would be great to just get like a a little glimpse like so many years into that or whatever only if grant morrison writes it though (laughs) yes exactly yeah i do need to do some more superman stuff i also want to check out this hulk thing that you guys are talking about sounds pretty good have you checked out any of that stuff chris or do you have any other additional superman recommendations that we haven't talked about
1: uh so i when immortal hulk was coming out i was picking it up and i have like every issue and and side one shot that came out, but I never finished it. So I'm still do, I have to make my way through that. And then I do have, I just picked up the trades for Donnie Cates is run, which was like 14 issues. That's the oh, up. Right. You talked about that a little bit, Aubrey, right? You read that? Yeah.
0: The one with um, uh, Ryan Otley did the art.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that yeah. they nice. just the-, the second trade for that just came out today. I think. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, And then, and then it goes into, the current series that that Hayden mentioned. As far as Superman stuff goes, uh I just read Space Age, which I think I I texted you oh, about. Oh yeah, like, you did
0: you did mention that to me a few weeks I de- ago? I so, definitely
1: gotta check that out. That's already in yeah, trade, so, right? Yeah, so that that came out really fast. That was um it was like three like special format issues that they put out. And right. then immediately they put out this really nice hardcover. It's uh, it's no all star Superman, but it's really good. And it's a nice um, kind of homage to like Silver Age Superman. It's it's a lot of fun and it kind of right. goes through. It's kind of like almost the way all star Superman is like an encapsulation of everything that we love about the character. Space Age is sort of an encapsulation of like his entire timeline. It's it's very interesting. Nice. Yeah. So that's that's a lot of fun. It
0: sounds like the Silver Age stuff would be awesome in Al red style,
1: you know. So yeah, yeah it sounds exciting. Yeah. Yep, it's a lot of fun. I have to put books down pretty often because of a small person that lives in my house. But I, I read it in like two. I read it in like two days instead of just like one sitting. Um, but yeah, it's really good. And as far as like the other stuff, like definitely. Uh, Red Sun is a great Elseworlds. Yeah, that's that's my suggestion for now. I'm not like, I love Superman, but I don't have like a ton of like the books. So yeah,
0: that, that's that how that I feel too. I, I do feel like I really do like the character and I like what I've read. I just need to read more of it. So, yeah. Anyway, oh, and, awesome. and
1: my opinion of uh, my adventures with Superman is that it is fantastic. So, yes. <laughs> green light from all of us, I think. I just watched the most recent episode yesterday. I don't want to give any spoilers away, but it's pretty awesome
0: nice okay excellent i'm excited the
3: superman and lois show is actually really good i've only seen the first half of the first season but oh yes it's yeah it's I've, actually really good
1: <laughs> yeah i binged all of season one i haven't watched season two yet but i from from everyone i know that's watched it, it says it's also fantastic and i really need to catch up
3: yeah, I mean, I, I've heard nothing but great things about it. And like, I know it was originally supposed to be like a spinoff of the Arrowverse, but it's because of the
1: whole crisis thing. They're like,
0: no, it's actually its own universe. Yep. Mm, OK,
1: OK. I think they're planning four seasons and two just ended. Yeah.
0: Ah, OK, nice. I'm glad that they have like an ending, hopefully, in sight. I'll I'll have to check it yeah, out if it has like from, a good ending.
1: From what I gather, uh, it was going to only be three seasons, especially with like the whole shakeup at like Warner and D.C., uh, but it sounds like they gave the green light to a season four because they felt like they they didn't want to cram the rest of the story into just one more season.
3: Oh, that's right. nice. Right. Yeah.
1: yeah. I, I like it, too, because it's just it's like an era of Superman that we don't normally get.
3: Yeah, it's uh, Superman. He's already married to Lois and they have two teenage boys.
0: Yeah, I have to check that out. Great recommendation. We also heard from Jerry Turnbull.
3: Jerry Turnbull.
2: The club member. The club
3: yes. member.
0: He said... I would never stoop so low to say I told you so, dot, 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 right? but uh, And then he linked a picture of a comment that he had left when we first started talking about Superman. And we were talking about Superman 2 and Super Lass and all that stuff. And he said, I'm late to this one. I thought Superman 2 was a pretty cool foreshadowing of the very last panel in the final issue. It's him. And so, yeah, Jerry did call that very early on but I didn't read that comment because I wanted to, I didn't want to reveal that right away. You know what I mean? Right when we, yeah. to...
1: I'm I'm a big dumb, dumb. I did not pick up on that at all.
0: So I should have given you credit when we came back around to that discussion. But anyway, thank you for that. Drew Campbell said, Drew Campbell,
2: book club member. Book club yes. member.
0: He said, dang, Luther and Quintum do look alike. And he put like a little side by side comparison. You know, Matt Ooh. said that, uh, That Morrison has actually kind of given evidence to why it's not that, why that is not the case. But I do love that theory. I just love like, you know, we we don't really know what's that theory
2: that they're the same guy.
0: There's a that the reformed Lex, the one that
2: oh came back in time and is that guy, and Uh... he's Quinton. Okay. and
0: matt even said that huh. they kind of look alike neat and then there's a lot of little clues in the book huh that you know were they line meant up to mirror it.
2: each other thematically like this what is what he could have been well that's what we talked about or was it literally that guy that's it, interesting
1: it's just a fan theory yeah what do you think about that theory chris i think morrison's intention is that they just mirror each other that Quintum is like the better version
4: mm. uh yeah
1: but the, but I really I'm also a huge fan of that theory. Like <laughs> sure, that the, the, and that's that's okay. That he's do. actually Luther because it does line up. It it lines up in sure. a way that like it it works far better than most fan theories. I think.
2: I think thematically, but, yeah. it's meant for the, those comments to hit us harder. All the times that Superman's like, you could have though, like because yeah. Lex is like, mm-hmm. I could have done so much cool stuff, and Superman's like, you, yeah, I agree, you could have if you weren't so busy being a dick. What's yeah. wrong with you? Like just. Do them then. You could have been doing them this whole time. Why didn't you? And he's like, well, yeah, cause it's, it's like, uh, it's am... like
1: Tesla versus Edison. One sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, and one yeah. It's just like, just do it then.
2: I mean, like, so it's one of those weird things where I like the, uh, I like the idea of that, of him just being there because it further lets us know, like, yeah, I guess Lex is just a dick because right. he could have been doing this this whole time. He just chose not to because he's being horrible. He's too busy being horrible, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe he couldn't have maybe he's just posing <laughs>
1: <laughs> like elon musk maybe he
2: runs twitter
0: the the one that the one that really caught me though is uh matt said when general lane walks in and lex is hooked up to the virtual suit right and he's he's talking to quintum and general lane says what are you talking to yourself again mm, and i think that is just too clever yeah. that ah, oh, that is so if if it's true like anyway Ah, I love that stuff. Yeah, I think
1: my I think my mouth fell open when I was listening to you guys' episode. You talked about that, and yeah, like, yeah,
0: I
2: was All driving. I that... was like,
1: "Oh shit!"
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Matt had so much evidence; it was very amazing. It's so pretty, that was awesome, pretty compelling. Yeah. yeah, I made a post about Matt's discussion of villains and their purple, green, sinister secondary color. I remember
2: that. <laughs> hey,
0: Hayden Orr said, "What do you say?" Personally, I'd go for green and orange. Get a Doc Ock theme going. Mm. What about you, Matt? And Matt said, I think what's been missing is dark purple, so I do shades of purple throughout, a la The Purple Man.
2: Beautiful. Gorgeous. <laughs> love that. And
0: Hayden said, nice. All purple makes me think of the Revenge Society from Venture
2: Brothers. For sure. Because they're all in different <laughs> shades of purple, absolutely. too. So that's pretty cool. Absolutely. Anyway,
0: um what about you? What are your... I love what purple
2: do you- and green. I've always loved purple and green. There's so much of my artwork yeah. is purple and green in varying shades. So, yeah, absolutely. I'm down with that.
0: What about... Blue orange does that count as secondary? Or well, noun? one
2: of those is a primary color, and one so of those it's, is a secondary.
0: Okay, color. so it's I i like. Oh wait, what about purple orange?
2: Those are both secondary.
0: Okay, I like that. Okay, I like a purple. You like orange like that? Is that what Hayden?
2: Green said? is my favorite color. All, all the oh, different he said green and orange shades of green. Yeah, so. like
0: the max is kind of like a purple orange. Yeah, I kind of like that. What about you, Aubrey? What's your sinister secondary colors? costume all right <laughs> i, I, I kind of like just
3: i like the classic green and purple but i guess like yeah. magneto was all red and purple so
0: oh, yeah but that's a well, primary was color more of a crimson oh yeah oh, crimson purple oh i like
1: that good job aubrey yeah. what about
0: you chris what are your sinister secondary colors
1: i've just i've just been sitting here trying to think uh I like, yeah, I like the green and purple, and I never, it, I never put two and two together about how often we see that. Really? Uh, and what's funny is, too, is like, I'm, I have a degree in art and design. I excelled in color theory. <laughs> Are it's you one of the me? highest, it's one of the highest grades I got in college was Are in color. Are you theory.
2: Me? So you know about color theory?
1: Yeah, but I'm a big dum-dum when I'm reading. I just like, <laughs> I just go, You're... oh, this looks cool. Superpowers. How yeah. does
2: that not inform the way that you interface with these stories?
1: i th- i think it does on a like a subconscious, on a subconscious level, level. I just, sure i believe yeah. that. Yeah, yeah absolutely so it's like i'm just absorbing it, just it and front of your brain right exactly and then like sure. later i have like that chris pratt parks and rec like right jaw drop <laughs> reaction
2: <laughs> and they have connectivity problems
1: yeah yeah
2: yeah um no yeah like, i also have mean, like
1: really bad adhd so i'm like my oh, brain is oh, same just <laughs> absolutely
2: mine must same. manifest in yeah. different Way. Yeah. it can manifest got, in a lot of different ways for a lot of different people. I've got so. my
1: anxiety issues. We're all we're all in this yeah. together. <laughs> we're Absolutely, we're all in this, together. All in this right. together.
2: I just found that fascinating. Wasn't a, uh, that wasn't a that wasn't a a criticism T- totally. at all. I was just yeah. like fascinated. I was like, that's so interesting. <clears throat> well, wow.
0: I, I think like, yeah. um, well, I, I don't know a lot about you, Chris, but I feel like I do know a lot about you because I follow you on social media and we talk. We're friends. I just, and, uh, I put my life the- out there. But but you're a you're you're a art lover. You you love art, you love movies, you love all, yeah. all these different types of medium. And I think like, you know, I, I love music a lot and, and I play music, I play the drums, but oftentimes when I'm listening to music, the drums are the last thing that I'm listening to. Sure. You know what not I mean? Sure, no. And I'm just enjoying the music as it is, and I'm not even thinking about Absolutely. the technical stuff that the drummer is playing unless I have to play it, or if someone says, <laughs> Do you think you can play this song? and then I really listen to it. You know, but most of the time I'm just enjoying it and not even thinking about Mm -hmm. that side of it.
1: And like I play bass and I do I do hear like every bass line ever. Right. But but (laughs) my brain, I focus more on the drums when I'm listening to something. and I've I've never played drums.
0: Right, Right. I
2: feel like I can't help but start to wonder why I am so deeply in love with this thing that I'm looking at or hearing. And I just can't oh, sure. help but like explore every single yeah. fucking particle of it. And and eventually like I will listen to it or look at it 3000 fucking times in a row and, and just kind of be obsessive mm-hmm. about it for a long, long time and then like move on to another thing. So it's like for yep. me, I think like every, everybody's uh, different where it comes to how and why they're appreciating something, which yeah. I think is awesome yeah. and super cool and good. Yeah. But like you said, I don't know about uh, if I pay attention to the drums. You will come into a room where I am standing and doing mm-hmm. something and you go, oh, the drum part on the song. I love how it does this. And yeah, I'm like, I yeah. literally never heard that before you mentioned it. And now I hear it and it's awesome. And yeah. it makes my appreciation of the song that much bigger. So every time I hear the song from now on, I hear that little part right, and I right. think about it and now it's gotten me thinking about so I feel like you think about it more than you think you do.
0: I, yes. If I hear something remarkable, I would definitely point right. it out. But most of the time – But to drums me it are, wasn't
2: until you pointed it out. And I'm like, ah.
0: Oh. Yeah. But most of the time drums are in the background and they're just you know kind of keeping the thing going. I think so,
2: that you hear anyway. it more than you think you hear it. Sorry, Aubrey. Anyway. What were you going to say? Uh,
0: for me personally, I like – when I, so I like to experience stuff
3: first, I like to just let the whole thing just kind of wash over me. Same. And it's yeah. kind of like – just be Absolutely. in the moment and enjoy it and all that. And I don't, I'm not trying to pick it apart or anything like no, that. No, no, no. I'm is never trying hard... to pick
2: anything apart. Oh no, Absolutely. no, no,
3: no. Oh yeah, or I'm not like you know trying to praise it or anything. Because like if if I all of a sudden find myself like overly thinking about it, it's probably something I don't really like. And I'm just like, okay, whatever.
2: Oh, interesting. Um, That's, yeah. I never thought about that. But
3: in general, it's just like if I'm just sitting there and just enjoying it as it is. You know, I can find some merit. And even if it is like, I'll go back later and think, eh, well, that really wasn't that good, but I enjoyed it at the time. Mm,
4: you know. Yeah.
2: Oh, for sure. No, I'm. I'm just talking about like later when you're kind of like absorbing it. I don't know. I, I guess I. I guess I have a weird way of enjoying. Right. This. I sort of hyper focus on stuff sometimes. And I'm like, wow, that shade of green. What a shade of green, man. That's that's like the best shade of green I've ever seen. And mm. I can't stop thinking about how great it is.
3: Of course, So when you go with the second, third, fourth, fifth viewing li- or listen yeah. or something like that, you definitely
0: start paying attention to like, oh, man, look at that cool fucking shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. Coming back to the discussion of the of the colors, um, have any of y'all read the FF series by Matt Fraction and Mike Alred?
4: Oh,
3: so good. I have not read that.
0: Without spoiling anything, you know, uh, Impossible Man plays a role in, in the comic as, as he does in a lot of FF comics and there's a whole they go on a whole thing about this purple green thing yeah um it's, it's super really good. cool and like they do it with the um what are those dots called in the old school colors sorry it, you know when you look at old comics and it has those dots
2: Oh, because they're because of the printing process. <sighs> yeah. that it is.
0: So they they even do that effect, right? Like when they sure. discuss it, and <laughs> it's really fun. Uh, so I would definitely recommend that series because it's a lot of fun. But it has a great uh, wraparound of this discussion that we're talking about. It made me think of it while we mentioned it. So anyway um regarding yes. our justice league unlimited commentary from last week we heard from you chris egan
3: christopher egan yes
2: book club member yes
0: <laughs> yes, <Book club>
1: member <laughs> yes. And
0: chris uh you had a great comment you said huntress should have kissed black canary when she batman them out of there hmm. when she goes hold on give her a big kiss what do you think about maybe that?
2: not necessarily a big kiss maybe like a little smooch yeah. like a jokey from- smooch yeah, yeah. funny <laughs> and black canary's kind of like all right like she gets the joke but she's like that's very hacky <laughs> I think that would have been fine.
1: Yeah. I thought of it like in two ways. I thought of it in like a, like a big romantic gesture. That would have been just absurd. And also like a peck on the cheek, like that would have been that awesome. Luke in a new hope.
2: Yeah. That would have been it. Cause they both have their own <laughs> things going on romantically. It wouldn't have made sense plot wise for it to be a big romantic gesture, but I think like the it would have been a funny, like campy hacky joke. Yeah, absolutely.
1: Oh, totally i'm just i'm just real big on uh overtly queer characters right now like give, give me all the queerness
2: oh yeah absolutely no queer characters are great and i think that both of them would make a great queer couple oh, for yeah, sure yeah. but i think no, like, at the time it was, they both it just... had something going on
1: it yeah. would have made absolutely no sense
2: plot wise it wouldn't have made sense but i would yeah. have been a big fan of it so it that's just... fine with yeah, me yeah i just
0: want to see the fan art of it
2: you <laughs> can see that 100 you can just google that yeah get an ao3 account it, probably I tell you what. Exists. it does
1: i wanted to, i wanted to be clear it wasn't it wasn't coming from like a pervy it's okay if you. it was
2: i'm okay with that i mean it's i mean fine. look
1: I, i'm as big a perv as anybody but no absolutely. in that moment it, was, it wasn't it wasn't pervy
2: we got another hey damn guys from guess who guess who it's from
1: hey, is it from uh Hayden nor
2: book club
0: member a book club member Yes.
2: I don't know what he's referring to here, but I'm just going to plunge ahead. Great episode, you damn guys. As we've all said before, this show is dope as hell. One little detail that's actually pretty dark, and I don't think it's actually pointed out in the show, but is revealed in some behind-the-scenes stuff, is that in later episodes with the Legion of Doom, you can notice Bizarro, Has a big gray scar on his forehead. Oh. Uh, The reason being that Lex was apparently finding him hard to control and did some brain surgery to make him more susceptible to his will. Jeez. Nice. That's horrible. Yeah. yeah. Also, I never noticed I it before until I, I
1: watched the episode along with your commentary. Right. Oh, wow. Also, I
2: don't know if I agree. I thought that was just to make him look all like Frankenstein. Yeah. I didn't know that that was so like that's a lobotomy
0: scar, like a brain surgery scar. That's messed it's, up.
1: It's a real like uh, Mignola craggy line too. I love it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I also yeah. thought that. I thought it was a stylistic choice. Anyway, I don't know if I agree with Danielle saying Wonder Woman is stronger than Superman in the show. I mean, I can do a whole breakdown for you if you want i'll do it i'll make a 30 minute youtube video i don't care <laughs> you should do it i will i have proof and evidence to back this up. i want
1: a full board granted, with red string soup. and a white board with all markers
2: and- <laughs> <laughs> I'm just charlie day yes uh granted they do make soups job to plenty of bad guys but he still beats doomsday and goes toe with Darkseid at the finale uh, I, th- yeah, I think his great part well that's inconsistent then I think his world of cardboard speech is the writers trying to justify them, making him seem less strong in most of the other episodes. Mm. But I think he's meant to be the strongest one of all the heroes. If he's meant to be that, he's not. And they did a bad job of portraying him as that. I guess they should have done a better job trying to because it doesn't come off that way at all. He's the guy, the guy he would be if Wonder Woman wasn't absolutely fucking burning past him in every regard. But I I digress. But I do agree they treat Diana like a major threat to anybody that's, that's on the receiving end of one of her ass kickings. She's the threat in this show. I'm not saying that's how it should be. I'm just saying that's how it is perceived. I'm, I'm also saying that that's a problem. Supes should be the guy. Because that's, but they, they, okay. Here's my theory is that every episode they were writing, they were like, well, this could easily be solved by Superman just coming in and doing this. So we got to find a way to take him out. And the result is he looks like a weak jobber the entire series. Well,
0: they Professor X him. They
2: Professor X him every time. And so Wonder Woman is the next strongest one. So she's the one that comes in and is like ultra tough and badass. But then the result is this awesome episode that we get where she is so fucking scary. Anyway, I'm not saying that Superman in general is not the strongest one. I'm saying in the show, they unfortunately it had the effect they of
0: professor X they him, professor
2: too, X'd him too many times. And it had the effect of me being like, well, he's just a little weak baby. Like it, I'm not saying that's again, the hierarchy typically would be Superman would be on top, but right, right. in the show, they did a bad job of that. And uh, wonder woman ended up being the guy. <laughs> An- okay. So go back to Hay- what Hayden or saying another great couple of episodes, or maybe it's three. I can't remember are the ones where they basically do the defenders, but for DC. Yes aquaman doc fate amazo grundy and hot girl dealing with the big ass cthulhu head trying to fuck everyone's shit up i remember that one that's a good one
0: too so i get
2: the disagreement on principle i think that in principle you're correct but i think that yes they if that's they should have then maybe they should have i don't know done a better job of trying to get that across because all i got was that wonder woman's the guy and superman's like oh no I've been depowered again. (laughs) I'm out of town. He's out of town right now, guys. He can't help us. Like, I get it. but And it's true, though. He would have solved everything. Having Superman on the team is just kind of like, all right, he just solves everything. And then you have to focus specifically on why it's a challenge specifically for Superman. And you can't focus on the rest of the characters. So I get it. You have to depower Superman to have him in an ensemble. Because then we can focus on the other characters and their trials and tribulations and their ups and downs and their specific character notes and 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 journeys and stuff like that and it is way more interesting that way so i think that they did what was the most interesting choice which is to have him depowered it's more interesting right and wonder woman is more interesting as a character if she absolutely fucking cleans up when she's fighting four fucking people at once it's just interesting but then they found a way like well she was being brain controlled so
0: that was a good episode yeah though. yeah that was awesome
2: oh half tone is what Half, half tone is what you're referring to.
0: Yes, Yeah. earlier. Half yeah. tone. Uh, we also heard from Mark Tweedell. Mark Tweedell. Book club Number. member. Yes. He said, Ah, I'm so glad you like the Night Eaters. Yes, it's horror, but it feels like it manages the tone in such a way that I come away feeling more about the characters. I love the parents. Yeah, the parents are great uh, in the story. I got to get you to read it. We're going to have to do it on a book club. We're going to have to do it on one of the podcasts. Um, he said, some Plus, so many great character-based comedy moments in it, and now it's an Eisner-winning book. Okay, it won the Eisner for best graphic album and best painter multimedia artist for wow, *Scientific*. Cool. Kingdom. I've actually, um, I actually so, never
1: heard of this book until Mark brought it up. So I have to check it out still.
0: Yeah, um, he he brought it up to me, and then. There was like a Barnes and Noble was doing like a 50% off all their hardcover sales. And I went to go check it out and I saw that book and I was like, well, fuck, I'm just going to pick this up because it's on sale. And also um, supporting bookstores and yeah. and getting one of Mark Tweedo's recommendations was so far. Everything that he's recommended to me has been out of the park. Amazing. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, actually, I
3: want to add to that. Um, all the recommendations he made for like a young person reading uh, comic books. Uh, she read them all multiple times and loved every single one of them.
2: That's wow. right. That's wonderful. That's, that's awesome. I love that.
3: And her little brother read them too.
0: Wow. I nice. love the idea of these kids just consuming all these graphic novels yeah. and just reading. That's awesome. That is yeah. you know, like um, I think I've talked about this before, but comics are how I got into reading. Yeah. Like I wasn't yeah. I wasn't interested in reading until I I, I looked at some comics, you For know sure. what I mean? And and then I got excited mm-hmm. about reading. That's and, how it's and,
2: like with a lot of kids. Yeah. So yeah, man, that's, that's great. really awesome. Very
0: good.
3: Well, their school lets them actually read graphic novels count towards books, like which they didn't let us do when I was growing up and
2: all that. Oh, that's so, great. So, that's fantastic. Uh, that's what a good way to encourage kids to read. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Oh, and she got all the books from the local library.
0: Nice. There you go. Support your local library. Oh,
2: yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make sense because like what, some books have pictures. Is that not reading a book? You know? I mean, it's the same yeah, thing. Yeah. It's actually – I mean, because you're following a narrative with pictures and words, and that would help you understand the words more probably. Yeah, I think that's a great mm-hmm. reading tool. If you're a teacher, that's awesome. That's great. Also, libraries are great. All right. Thanks for the listener
0: feedback. We had a, quite a big feedback there. Yeah, I'm full. Um, yeah. So yeah, I really appreciate hearing from everybody. Keep them coming. Now it's time for our <laughs> next section.
2: What do you see? What do you
0: say? All right. What are you seeing? And what are, what you, are you saying? And what are you saying? Go ahead, Aubrey. Uh, so we just recently
3: watched the on Netflix the Wham! documentary.
2: Oh, cool. Uh, oh, that kind of so, goes along with what we're going to talk
0: about later, too. Yeah.
2: We'll, we'll talk actually, about that it, later. How's it? It's how's it It's got? actually
0: what? really good because uh, it, it
3: compiles interview footage with uh, George Michael throughout the years. Oh. Um, you know, because he passed away, but it has new footage with. Um, the other guy Andy right and it just talks about things it talks about like you know they met when they were 12 years old in uh, school and they were best friends and like Andy's like the only thing I want to do is make music with my best friend you know and it's like really cool
4: and
2: that's sweet
3: you know I mean and you know Wham is just fun you know like I was listening to we were watching it it was like oh man I I love that song I love that you know you sure are you know I the only thing is is I wish that there was a part two that because it ends like right at the end of Wham and I was like, "Oh man, there's like a whole George Michael career after that. That would be kind of
0: cool right, to see that." Yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, but it
2: wasn't about George Michael; it's just about Wham. Yeah,
0: interesting.
2: But, oh, yeah. I maybe wonder they... if there's a George Michael uh, documentary that you could watch. That
0: right, or maybe they'll continue on with how popular this one's been. Oh yeah, and they'll you know. do. Yeah. They'll, they will do one. You know, yeah. that would be cool. Yeah, um, great recommendation, Aubrey. Awesome. Good stuff. Anything else? I read
3: the first Tom Taylor uh, Nightwing omnibus. Oh, that wow. was really fun. Yeah, that was good. Nice. Yeah, no, I was trying to read some comics that I haven't read before, and I've been wanting to get more into DC stuff because, you know, I like all the DC characters, but I don't really read the comics that much. And I like Tom Taylor, uh, and I like Nightwing, so I said, fuck it, I'm going to read this. Uh, It was on the DC app. Dick Grayson is starting back over as Nightwing again after, I guess, a stint of him being...
2: boy. We love (laughs) him. We love to see it. In not derogatory. That's a po- I'm being I'm being uh supportive of yeah. that. That's oh, yeah, why, that's, it's, uh, I'm supportive of him doing that.
3: But it's got like, you know, like Barbara's doing her oracle thing in this series. Uh Very Tim Drake good. Showed, we love it. shows up. Barbara wears a shirt. Uh Batman slapping uh, Robin
2: when love she's that. talking to him. And that's just like memes. We love hilarious. Memes.
3: Yeah. So I mean it it was fun because it's like it's like reading positive
0: batman right okay i yeah. love
3: that <laughs> positive batman
2: although he does have a lot yeah. of bullshit happen to him yeah of course
3: but you know because i mean it wouldn't be any fun if it was just like i solved everything Chum.
2: no yeah for sure yeah. no but yeah
0: um, Stuff. W- what about you chris uh you have anything um any anything recent that you've been checking out i know you're always checking out stuff but yeah. anything recent <laughs> that you want to recommend
1: um, so actually before uh, free comic book day, my shop was doing um, like $5 trades. It was like, I guess it was a lot of stuff that they either had like a lot of duplicates of or things that just weren't moving anymore. Yeah. So I walked out of there with easily like $400 worth of trades for like a hundred bucks. Wow. Nice. And so I've just been making my way through this giant stack on top of like everything <laughs> else that I've already been buying. So I have like um, making
2: your way through a giant yep. stack of books, reading So making, books, ma- making my fun. way
1: through those, and then I have like <laughs> the giant Catwoman of East End uh omnibus, okay, yeah, that they put oh, nice. out. So I have like that that I'm trying to get through, and nice. the hardcover. Akira box set for you know all. Oh, nice! Like, wow! So oh, that's ha- the one Matt was talking about. Yes, right? yeah, yeah. Matt and I have the same set, and it's it's absolutely absurd. And I just have so much I have to get to. It's making me sweat just thinking about it. Um, <laughs> oh, I would I would sure. love to have
3: that set. Yeah, <laughs> it was
1: it was a little pricey, and you know it was like one of the last big things I bought before the baby was born, and I was just like. I'll read this when I'm holding the baby. And then that never happens. So, <laughs> Yeah,
2: they it turns out they wiggle a lot. <laughs> but, yeah, it turns out like
1: when they're sleeping, you're sleeping. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh...
2: I've got 30 minutes to take a nap. This is amazing. I'm going to get so much sleep.
1: <laughs> but other than comics, yeah, you know, you know me. I'm watching movies constantly. I saw the new Mission Impossible, which was great. I okay saw, i want to see that uh, was it fun i want to see that yeah, yeah. it's it's super fun i, I saw it in imax haven't seen that. and you know i'm just i'm kind of i'm trying to like just get through things like on my watch list like my shutter watch sure. list has like 50 movies on it like no no exaggeration <laughs> right on so i just yeah i'm seen just seen trying all to like,
2: of christopher nolan's films
1: i have i have yes yep all oh of, well i haven't seen i haven't seen oppenheimer watch. yet because i wanted to go opening weekend but I am going into Manhattan to see it on the actual 70 millimeter IMAX. And it was basically Ooh, sold out for two nice. weeks. So I'm seeing yeah. that on the 5th. Very nice. And I'm actually seeing I'm seeing Barbie tomorrow. Nicole and I are nice, going to nice. go what see Barbie. What are you Barbie. wearing? I, uh, mm. I have two bright pink t-shirts. One is like a breast cancer one, like foundation. So I don't really want to wear that. It's also like a big extra large t-shirt that like, mm. you know, looks absurd on me. And then I also you have like wear a big
2: w- extra large t shirt that looks absurd on you. Just belt it. What's well, the other shirt?
1: Well, we're also going out to dinner because Friday's my birthday. So we're kind of doing the birthday outing. You can hey, change you in the bathroom in the theater. Yeah, happy birthday.
2: Happy birthday. Thank you. Just change. Yeah, shirt. I could.
1: Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll figure it out. But yeah, I'm going to try to yeah. wear something pink.
2: Good. Because it's fun. Nice. I haven't mm. seen the movie.
1: Yeah, we want to go see it soon yeah, too. I'm, ex- I'm excited. Um,
2: I don't know. i will probably wait till that comes out on streaming. I want to see it. Right on. <laughs> Go i'll it. go with you if yes. you want to go see that okay we will well okay i don't think i own anything pink i don't think i own it. i have to go to my mom and borrow something well,
1: I all said, right actually i said that to nicole i said what are you i was like are you gonna wear some pink to the theater she's like i don't own anything pink i'm like why do i own more pink items than you do <laughs> yeah.
2: right Everything. well that's not like i'm against pink. it's just like i just don't have any black items in my wardrobe
1: um yeah, but one la- one last recommendation then we can move away from me cuz I'm a psychopath.
2: No, 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 please, please. Um I
1: l- I listened to the audiobook of Cameraman, which is film critic Dana Stevens breakdown of The Life and Times of Buster Keaton as well as oh,
4: um wow.
1: the early days of silent film moving into the talkies. Um so right. it's a, it's a really in-depth, very interesting journey into this era of film that mostly focuses on buster, but also delves into other things as well. So it's, it's not just your basic, uh, like biography. So I, I just listened to that like a few weeks ago and Dana has a really great voice as well. I've listened to her on podcasts. So I was like, I have to listen to that because she's reading it. I don't want to just sit down and read the book. So,
2: Right, right. And, awesome.
1: I, and that's available like I, that's available like on every audiobook service.
0: Nice. Yeah. Awesome. Great recommendation. Um, I want to little go back a little bit to your stack of trades. What, what mm-hmm. what's in there? I just want to know. Like, <laughs> oh. what, what are you picking
1: up? Throw, throw like, out a couple titles. I'm okay, still... so I picked up the two trades of um Jason Aaron's Sea of Stars because I had never read that.
0: Oh yeah, uh, that's I
1: got a picked... mignola cover in there, right? And it's um yes Stephen yep. Green. Yeah. Hell yeah. And then I picked up, I got, like, the trade of, like, Days of Future Past, because I never owned that somehow. Right. That's um, a good one. Oh, wow. And then also Days of Future Present, which was okay.
3: I remember collecting that when it came out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Those are some good buys for five bucks,
1: man. Yeah, th- I found some I found some really good stuff and then other stuff i was like okay i get why this is five bucks like it's been here forever yeah uh, yeah <laughs> i picked up something called uh the few which was an image comic that was like a six issue run that's like a post-apocalyptic government rebel war okay thing cool uh yeah so like a lot of stuff oh i picked up um anthony bourdain r.i.p his uh jiro get Giro suit uh, oh right uh,
0: yeah series
1: it was like two trades he did like a mini series, and then he wrote a prequel miniseries. So I have those that actually I'm going to get to probably tomorrow. Nice. Um, so yeah, I, I, nice. like I said, I came home with like, <laughs> yeah. like an absurd amount of stuff, but it was That's so really cheap. really good as, though. I, yeah. I love
0: when you find a, a deal and especially on some good stuff too. Yeah, they had like Excellent. six
1: boxes out and I was just like digging through it and, and just <laughs> anything that was like either something like I know I'm going to like this or this sounds relatively interesting to what i like to read i just picked it up right yeah
0: awesome Nice. yeah i love when you get those opportunities to just look at whatever
1: yep yep absolutely
0: so one of the things that we did this week uh we went and saw x they're a punk rock band from the uh, late 70s they've been around like for like over 40 years and they're still playing shows and they're one of my favorite punk bands of all time they have uh a little side country band that they do called the knitters, knitters.
2: i would call that folk, <laughs> I folk there. And, yeah. and, and,
0: and i fucking and folk uh, music I, or... I love the i love the knitters and so um i i just love them i, I think they're great and it's still the original four yeah you know original from four. the original four from back in the day Very rare there was a while where they didn't have billy zoom and then he came back billy to zoom. join the band um so it was incredible i mean it was an incredible show and there was an opening band, and I, and I wasn't, you know, the opening band was fine. I, I wasn't, like, They're super fine. into them. But um, at one point, they brought the lead singer of X, Exine, out, and then they did a Knitter's song with her. That's fun. Um, which was That's really, really cool. cool. I was like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? I, I didn't expect them to do that. that really so, cool. anyway. Knitters set- are
2: John Doe and Exine?
0: Yeah, the knitters are John Doe and Exine, and then I think the uh, members of the, a band called The Blasters. Okay, cool. Um, and they do kind of like this full country thing. Uh, anyway, they have a great record called Poor Little Critter on the Road. I, I definitely recommend that. Um, it's on Apple Music.
2: Anyway, we saw X, and it was great.
0: It, it was great. And then, uh, I and got then the set Daniel Danielle got the set list at the end of it. Ah, oh, that was so great. Yeah, so we came <laughs> on with the set list. I got the poster, because I have to get the limited edition poster if they have one. Anyway. So all <laughs> around great. We ran into some friends there. So yeah. anyway, I all like around, when
2: Billy Zoom... Uh, licks his guitar pick and puts it on his forehead so he can play the saxophone so he's
0: got a saxophone (laughs) and he's got a guitar and he he like stops playing the guitar just in time to lick his pick stick it to his forehead and And put his mouth saxophone the saxophone is mounted it's great so he doesn't have to pick it up so he's like seamlessly going between the two anyway it's nuts it was awesome
2: And Xena is like wearing a dress of the dogs playing poker <laughs> painting. It was a dogs
0: playing poker <laughs> painting dress, which uh, Shondo's rocking out.
2: I mean, they're all like. I hope that we're still as a band still going yeah, at that like, age because they're, they're all i mean they're old yeah man they're freaking rocking old. out dude yeah. they and sound just, great they too. sound great man
0: so that was uh that was very, very inspiring very yeah. oh and oh um, and they
2: played like some of our favorite fucking yeah, songs they played some of our favorite songs anyway
0: um and and i was going to go to this show anyway but i actually ended up winning tickets from our local record store cactus records
2: cactus records
0: Oh, wow, yeah, wow. so awesome. shout out That's to awesome. cactus records also because i got free tickets to go yeah. to see the show that i actually wanted to go see we so. were gonna
2: buy those tickets to support the band and to see the show but we got free tickets so i felt bad so i was like well i want to support the band so like i bought a second shirt of the same shirt that i already had
0: <laughs> but you like to do that sometimes in case well, the happens, first shirt gets ruined what or? if that
2: first shirt gets ru- it's happened to me so many times yeah <laughs> i do a lot of stuff where my shirts get ruined yeah So i'm I working with my hands bought, a lot and bought so the same shirt again. anyway we so we wanted to support the band. yeah we, we so bought, bought, bought a of double stuff. of a shirt like a um, like a fucking psycho
0: yeah and then we also went to see oppenheimer we saw oppenheimer hey
2: that's yesterday. my what do you see yeah what do you go say? ahead that's
0: why i'm throwing it you to have to ask me what, a, what 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 about you danielle
2: i well we went as you know <laughs> we went to see oppenheimer
0: we did we went to go see it last we night we did how was it
2: it's an incredible film
0: yeah The performances are incredible. performances are amazing. Yeah, there's so many great actors in there. Genius. Uh, Yeah, I mean. Um,
2: The the sound design. I mean, the score is excellent, but the sound design is standout. Really intensely good. I can't wait. Yeah, it's intense. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. It was, um, it it was. I think probably one of one of Christopher Nolan's better films. I think. I mean, all of his films are amazing. All of his films are amazing, but but this is an achievement in
2: film in general. Yeah, like not Um, just for him. It's just an it's just an achievement in general.
0: And and unfortunately, we don't have the seventy millimeter in here in Houston. We don't have the seventy millimeter IMAX. Right. Um, We have
2: seventy millimeter and we have IMAX. but We don't have the 70 millimeter
0: <laughs> imax which is you would think we're like one of the biggest cities in the nation but anyway we uh we complained about this at length
2: constantly there's
1: only like 10 in the country or something
2: in, in, there's only 10 in the country in texas in yeah. texas
0: there's only two mm-hmm. and i've heard that they're it, it's insane to try to get tickets like they can't they have 230 a.m showings yeah because uh the demand is so high yeah um i I would like to see that though but we saw it on the digital imax which was still i mean very impressive i mean i do
2: appreciate actual film and i would have gone to see the 70 millimeter film imax version but like we couldn't get yeah. To it. We yeah. couldn't get in. We didn't want to yeah. wait
0: until if we could make it to San Antonio and then if we can even get tickets for a you know yeah, and so, so and anyway, just like I gotta see this fucking. We movie. We, we just wanted to go see it. So, so we just went and saw it. But I do want to see it again because yeah. it is so jam-packed with stuff happening. Yeah. Like it's just like it, it you it, it's one of those movies that you you, you kind of want to see it again cuz you're like man it was it was just so captivating there's just so, so much going on it's
2: br- i mean it's just such a it's a phenomenal incredible feat yeah. of filmmaking in general yeah. just all aspects of filmmaking yeah. come together cinematography acting sound yeah Lighting, fucking practical effects. It's and just if fucking you like, great.
0: And if you like, um, going, oh, it's
2: that guy. Oh, it's that guy.
0: It's the Avengers <laughs> of real life. <laughs> you're gonna love nerds. this. It's you're, the Avengers for science nerds. It's 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 everyone that you um, love. It's all it's we've got. All some your favorites are back. Christopher Nolan favorites are in there, and um, no, they, some great all around yeah.
2: actors. Actors wise, you get a lot of. Uh, I I had a physical reaction when I saw Remy Malik show up. I was yeah. like, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, yeah. So. Uh, and also. Be put your patient shoes on. I've got the ADHD, so sometimes – and I also have uh, this thing called uh, audio processing disorder. So sometimes when there's uh, something going on that I'm trying to focus on and then someone tries to talk to me, I heard that they made a sound, but I don't know what they said.
4: Mm -hmm.
2: So now I've just got two sounds going on at once, and I can't decipher or discern either sound. So the thing I was originally listening to and then also the sounds that they're making and now it's just a big garbled mess. So every once in a while, I like during the movie, the dialogue would just go fuzzy and I couldn't understand it because the guy behind me decided to tell his girlfriend really loudly, that's Albert Einstein. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we know. Like we know that's Albert Einstein. We know yeah, that you I don't mean, have to tell her. Yeah, that. I'm that, sure she knew that too. That
0: that, that, that was one thing. I'm that, sure she probably knew that. that. That was one thing that we were talking about. Is it was packed. It was packed. And when oh, you, and no one has
2: any manners and, anymore. And
0: when you when you have that many people, and man, people were taking out On their, their phones, cell phones, just scrolling. Um, through twitter people were talking i i actually shushed Taking video of a movie. I, I, I actually shushed a guy at one point i can't believe you did that. um I, I know because in texas you get shot you get for, shot to uh, death shot in the face yes, you shushing will somebody. <laughs> don't so, do that but i actually did because it was right when the movie started it was as the movie starting he starts talking and i was just like Shh. No, i no.
2: actually expected that to going on within the first 30 minutes of the movie but i feel like in the middle of the movie that should already be over with. Yeah. But there's people taking their phones anyway, out to look at Instagram yeah. and call people That's and stuff. It's just uh,
0: anyway. That was just one of those things and we just tried to It was, it was to... so
2: hot in that theater. It too. was very I hot was in sweating. there. I don't know
0: why. Maybe it was so many people in there, but anyway. Anyway. Um besides all of that, I hate
2: going to the movie theater. <laughs> I hate going to the movie theater, but I had to see this movie and it was uh just a just all aspects of it. Phenomenal and yeah. excellent achievement in filmmaking. Well, what we need to do is always
0: um, find out the last. That's what we did with Dune. We found out the last day that it was playing yeah. and we went to go see it again nice. um, on the last we saw day. It three,
2: and then when they came back to the theaters, well, they brought it back. And it I was came, like, we're going when, to this.
0: We saw it again, but we, we yeah. didn't know it was coming back. And so we saw it on the last yeah. day and there was hardly anybody in there. That's great. So um, maybe we'll do that. It's again. really
2: nice. I had a thousand yard stare for a while. Like I, Just bear that in mind like at the end of the movie you're going to be like uh, horrified shell of a person <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs>
0: well, like i mean uh, we we came home and it was late and i had to go to sleep and i had to get we up. couldn't go to sleep i had to we both a xanax yeah i had to get up really early to go to work and i was like man i'm not gonna be able to go to sleep and i was like, like i, I got know, i got what you need i'm too wired right now thinking about all this but anyway yeah uh definitely it's worth horrific. checking out it's an amazing
1: i'll give you guys my uh feedback on the 70 millimeter because please yeah i've been to this theater once before and it's insanely massive it feels like you're gonna like pitch forward like when you're trying to walk to your seat like, it feels like you're just gonna fall cool. into a chasm i love that oh, wow that's that
2: sounds
1: sounds awesome. great i love feeling
2: like i'm gonna fall into a chasm when i'm watching a movie yeah well Maybe you don't, you don't feel like that to...
1: when you're sitting down but when you're walking yeah. to your seat, you're like, oh, shit, this is steep. And uh, it's, there's like escalators to get up to the top of the theater. That's still pretty cool. That's still pretty cool.
0: <laughs> that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. that's awesome. I would love to check that out. I would love that. Yeah, man. I, I, man. The
1: only time I've been is, uh, was actually for Nolan. I, I went. They did like a 10th anniversary uh, Dark Knight screening there. So I saw it there. Wow. Ooh, okay, right on. Nice. That's awesome. I thought you were going to say
2: like Interstellar or something. I love that oh it was God. Batman. I love that. <laughs> that's great.
1: I saw sure. I saw Interstellar at, like, the regular, like, AMC IMAX that's near me. Sure, right. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I would have cool, enjoyed though. the 70 millimeter on that. I probably would have felt like I was shot in the space. Sure. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Absolutely. All right. And now we're going to go on to our discussion for the week. So this week we're not reading a book. Um, like Chris said earlier, uh, this week we're doing a little something a little different. We like to do it from time to time. We like to nerd out with our friends. And I thought it would be great to have Chris on here because – Um, What we kind of wanted to talk about was like late 80s, early 90s media, you know, any kind of media from that era. I have a feeling
2: this is going to be like a seven part series. I
0: know, right? We're going to have to
2: come back to this because we're not going to cover everything. Well,
0: I'm sure we'll have some listener feedback as well or we'll have some other ideas. But anyway um just to kick this off i had two things that i was kind of thinking about that okay. i wanted to talk about one of them was we recently kind of going along with what do you see what do you say are coming out of that we recently watched eddie and the cruisers because aubrey
2: brought oh, over well, his, his <laughs> dvd or was it a blu-ray, blu-ray. Yeah, of yes. eddie and the
0: cruisers it was the uh the, the double feature but we didn't watch the second i'm
2: one. not watching that
0: um we only watched the first one,
1: the second um, one so are you so familiar so, with eddie yeah. and the
2: cruisers chris
1: I, I know it's a thing that exists, but I don't think I've ever seen it. And I definitely didn't know there was a sequel.
2: So I had never <laughs> seen it. And Aubrey was like, oh, I can't believe you've never seen this. Here, you can borrow my copy. And I was like, all right. Well, so, I brought
0: it up on a
3: what do you see, what do you
0: say, if you weeks ago. Yeah, right, yeah. right. That's right. That's yeah. yeah. right. Well, it's actually early 80s. So maybe it doesn't really fall into the category sure that we're does. talking it's about. Fine. But still, anyway. It's fine.
2: And so we watched this. And Joey Pants is in there. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, but it, it it was good. I thought it held up better than what was the last movie that we watched? Pump up the volume or whatever? That was another 80s <laughs> one that we watched recently. Oh, I, I thought this was like way better of a movie, you know. And it's got um one of my when we we're talking about this, one of my favorite things in a in a movie about a band is they always have a scene where they write a song.
2: Oh man. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's and- usually real bad.
0: I thought this one was pretty good, though. I thought mm, it was pretty good. Sure. Um, I, and uh, the performances were good. You know, um, a lot of the people that play the musicians in the movie are actually musicians. Right. This was one where I was like, oh, shit, that dude's actually playing, playing the drums. He's playing the drums, yeah. You know, you can, I, I can always tell if he, they're actually able to do it. And right. that guy was like, then I went back and read the trivia later. He was in a band. Like he's sure, a, right. Like, he's a drummer for a popular band. And the, they said, hey, do you want to be in this movie and cool. play the drummer? So awesome. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, You know, it is music of that time, so you know that's something that Danielle was kind of laughing about. (laughs) To be Uh, fair, I'm actually kind of
1: surprised I didn't see it growing up, just because of the house that I grew up in.
0: Yeah, I know you guys
1: don't know my parents, but like my my dad is like an insane like music and film collector. Like, like we have this outrageous vinyl collection at my parents' house. Like, you know, first pressings of like ever. You name it. Like, the reason I am the way I am is because of my parents. Like, I grew up watching like mm-hmm. everything with them. So I am a little surprised I didn't see it, but also at the same time, my mom, my mom might've been like, yeah, that movie sucks. Let's not show it to the kids. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> sure. Yeah. There were, but there was a, a vinyl and I remember we had it too, uh, from the dark side or what is that song? Uh, on the dark side. On was the dark the side. Single, uh, I, um,
3: uh, I have the, I have the soundtrack on CD, but it's probably in storage right now.
0: Right. Uh, no. But I remember we had the record of that single nice. uh, on the dark side. And uh, I'm, I, I'm sure if you heard that song, Chris, you'd be like, oh, I, I've heard this song oh, at yeah. least I'm, once, you I'm know sure. what I mean, yeah. or something like that. But anyway, ask your dad about it next time you're hanging out. Hey, have you ever seen Eddie and the Cruisers?
1: Uh, I, I 100% <laughs> I know he's seen it. I don't even have to ask him. But I'm, I'm going to ask him, but I know he has. In fact, yeah. so, so my dad... <laughs> Real quick, my dad kind of bet on the wrong horse in the '80s. He started buying everything on beta. Ooh, oh wow. wow! I would almost bet that he owned the movie on beta. Like my <laughs> the first time I ever saw Jaws was on his beta tape. Like wow, wow. wow. Rubble without a That's cause cool. we had on beta. Like so much stuff. Wow. So, yeah, and they like that was it was not cheap. I'm like, I'm sure you guys know that. Like it was not cheap. He spent so much money back in the day. Oh yeah. Wow. I didn't know that. How much were, how much was the Betamax? They were, they ranged between like 60 and like a hundred dollars per tape. Wow. The same
3: thing as VHS at the same time.
1: Yeah. 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 To be fair, VHS were not cheap either. Uh, Beta, Beta was just a little bit more on average. And like the machines were even more expensive and you know, it is what yeah. It
0: was. <laughs> yeah, but Eddie and the Cruisers I, I thought it was pretty good. What would you think that, of that movie, Danielle?
2: It's it's very of its time. Yeah. And so oh, yeah. a lot of the time I was like this is goofy as hell, which is fine. Yeah, yeah. And not that's that's not something <laughs> that would Do you know what I mean? That doesn't uh, that doesn't count it out for me. I love a lot of movies that are goofy as hell. And I watched it and enjoyed it and it took me a while to buy into it. So for a while, I was just kind of surface watching it like this is all right. And uh, but I, I, it, I, I can't remember the mo- I'm trying to recall the moment that I bought into it.
0: It was when he starts when he goes and he starts visiting all the band members in the, you know, like that one guy ripped off his song or he was. Anyway, there's a flashback where like this one guy's trying to write the song and his friend is making fun of him. And then in the future, that friend is performing the song. Yes. Now. And right, I and was
2: I you saw me immediately transform and yeah. be like, what a son of a bitch. Right. What a fucking piece of shit. I was invested in this. movie I was like, this guy sucks. What a fucking piece of shit. And I, you know, I was hooked. I was like, OK, this is great. And then but I what really. So then at that point, I was like, OK, so I'm I'm actually watching this movie now and I'm interested in what's going on, whereas before I was kind of like in and out. Yeah. But uh, then there was another moment that was like, oh, this is why people love this movie. And it was when he's trying to make something else. He's trying to make a different style of music. He's trying to move forward. He's trying to break out of this, like, everything sounds the same sound of this era. This music sounds like... I don't want to make music that sounds like all this other music. I want to make a different kind of music. And I don't care if everyone hates it. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to make what I want to make. And I'm going to make something... Just different, and, and 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 I I got something I got to get out to the world, man. And like that could have been so fucking cheesy. Yeah. But the music was actually pretty
0: good. It was pretty damn. And I was like, okay. Yeah.
2: And that's like they were having a big fight in the studio. Yeah. And the guy was like, "This is trash." Yeah. And what was the exact thing though?
0: Oh, he goes, "This is what I've been waiting a year for: a bunch of weirdos making sounds, <laughs>
2: something like that." <laughs> it was fucking great, and I. I was immediately like, Eddie's my hero. Yeah. This guy rules. And I love a bunch of weirdos just making sounds. And I love that the record the I love that the record company guy hates it and is immediately like, fuck you. Yeah. Get out. And it's just so great. I feel like all of it was so corny and none of it should have worked, but it works. Yeah. And it it's does. so oh, yeah. I don't know why it works like I can't figure out why it works and it won you over I liked his weird experimental attempt at being Pink Floyd
1: right, right.
0: I thought that yeah. was great
2: I was like yeah man this movie is great and I by the end of the movie I was like that's great what a great movie so at the beginning of the movie like I'm just totally indifferent I can't care I couldn't care less halfway through the movie, I'm like oh, this is goofy and silly but whatever this is fun at the end of the movie I'm like this is one of the greatest movies what a great movie I can totally tell why people are nostalgic about this movie because that what an ending. That's fantastic.
0: Yeah. It's It's so stupid. It It shouldn't
2: work, but I loved it. I loved it. It was
0: enjoyable.
3: I I liked it too.
2: Everything I love in an 80s movie. Everything.
3: The, the sequel, the only people that return are Eddie and Sal. The guy that, you know, you were saying was a piece of shit earlier. Uh,
2: they don't get the girl.
3: No, she doesn't come back. Tom Berenger doesn't come back. Joey Pants doesn't come back.
0: Oh, right. Tom Berenger is so say. young in that
3: movie. Yeah. He's really good, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, the movie, the sequel starts off with a record company talking about how much money they made off Seasons in the Abyss. And now they want to capitalize on that. And then Eddie goes starts a new band under a pseudonym. And then just,
2: yeah,
3: I don't know. And then at the very end of the movie, he's like, I'm Eddie. And these are the cruisers. Uh, and i was like, Eddie and the Cruisers 2, Eddie lives. And I'm just like, skip uh, it, skip it. Anyway,
2: But that sounds dumb and bad, and I don't like that.
0: <laughs> That's why we didn't watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the, the other movie that kind of came up recently was We'd Like Mr. Sunday Movies. He's got a great YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, I'll yes. link in the show notes. He did a great episode. Great. Uh, well, they did a great episode on Masters of the Universe. Recently. I love that movie. It's so um, cheesy. And I, and, and I loved that movie uh, growing up. And um, were, were you a fan of that movie,
1: Chris? Masters of the Universe? I don't know if I saw it when I was a little kid. I didn't see it till, like, okay. high school. Um, yeah, because... So I, I wasn't really a He-Man kid growing up. I just... Uh, I kind of I missed it because I was born in 86. Oh, okay. So I was kind of, like, on the end of things. So, like, I was, like, a Ninja Turtles and Ghostbusters kid. Sure, sure. Um, so like I kind of missed the whole. He-Man yeah, that that thing was right, the movie by, like, was
0: like right at the tail end of it, or like, they talk about it in the Mister Sunday movie. Like I yeah. kind of missed it actually. It kind of like the movie um, it came out a little too late for for the hype of of that series. Yeah, and,
1: and then it was also like one of those things that like I like I always I grew up hearing that it was a it was yeah. bad. <laughs> so I was like, well, why am I going to watch that? And then I came to grow up and appreciate being like, I'm going to watch yeah, a lot of bad yeah. movies, and they're fun. Um, but like yeah i enjoyed and, and it. I
0: just I, I grew up on that movie you know what i mean like i was i was into he-man sure, so yeah. i was excited about it and i thought it was going and but i remember like when did that movie come out it was like uh was it 86 no 86? It came out like
3: 86 87 hold on i'll look it up
0: it's, so like thinking about it i i was still pretty young when it came out but i remember being disappointed that none of the it wasn't like the cartoon right and they had all these oh. like they had this pirate yeah. guy in there and I'm like, what is this? You know what I mean? But, uh, but I did love the Skeletor stuff in that, in that show. It was really cool. Uh, but yeah, I really love that movie. Um, 1987. Yeah. So I wasn't even 10 and I was like, what the fuck is this? Anyway, so <laughs> that, that, that's at an age when you love everything. When they depart or whatever, they always say good journey. You know, that's their like little thing. And me and my brother still say that to each other um whenever we, whenever we whenever we're leaving each other because it's just like we just love that movie and we would say it all the time anyway that movie has a very uh spe- the whole he-man stuff uh, is very nostalgic for me i really love that sure. uh um, yeah
3: i um uh, I, I also like watched like a lot of he-man and i watched he-man and she-ra and i loved all that stuff and so i was excited for the movie and when it came out i was just like what the hell is this yeah. <laughs> i mean i still had fun with it but it was just like Where's Manny Faces and uh fucking yeah Orko? Uh, where's Where's fucking Battle Cat?
0: <laughs> right. You know? There's no There's no Tiger. Um, yeah, but where's uh, Snake uh, Mountain? Exactly. Um, yeah. But you know, I like the I like the the video that Mister Sunday did on it because he does talk about like he does point out a lot of the good stuff that was in that movie. Oh yeah. was like man, it, it really made me appreciate it more, and it made me want to go back and watch it again. So. Anyway, Master of the universe. I love that.
3: One thing that always sucked with me about that movie is when they first show up on Earth and they steal that bucket of chicken. And they're like, and the and Tila's all like, what is this weird thing they put in the inside the food? And Man and I's like, oh, that's bones. She's like, you mean this was an animal? And this is like, uh-huh. wow, everybody on fucking Attorney is like a vegan.
0: <laughs> right, yeah. That's interesting. That's an interesting idea for the time that they would put that in there. I think that's pretty yeah. cool.
3: I remember seeing that in like in like eighty seven. I was just like, well, I don't like meat." <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what What about you, Chris? I know you've probably got a, a couple things you want to mention or talk about.
1: Yeah. So, like I said, I, like growing up, uh, I was a huge, huge Ghostbusters fan. I still am. So definitely, like from from the late eighties on, and. I know I I can actually pinpoint the first time I saw the original movie because my dad decided to show it to me when my mom was in the hospital giving birth. To my oh, wow. So it's 1988. I'm not even two and a half years old yet. And my dad puts me on the couch and shows me Ghostbusters. And I don't I don't remember viewing it, which is funny because I actually oddly enough, I remember going to the hospital to visit my brother even though I was only two and a half. But apparently I f- flipped out over it. I loved it. I wasn't scared at all. And then we go back to the hospital and my dad tells my mom, oh, yeah, I showed him Ghostbusters. And my mom apparently like absolutely lost it on my dad, thinking that I was going to be up for like weeks. Oh. With nightmares. <laughs>
4: um, and ever
1: since then, ever since then, obsessive fan. I'm sure you guys saw like my Halloween costume from last year. I bought the full on like yeah, professional costume, yeah. the, whole,
0: the whole getup. Outfit. That's awesome.
1: So I had the outfit, I had the blaster, I had the trap, all that stuff. Um, but the pack actually dropped this past oh. spring, so I finally got it. So I have the whole getup for nice. this Halloween, and uh, we'll hopefully put Amelia in some sort of ghost <laughs> costume. <I'll laughs>
0: Slimer uh, little Slimer
1: yeah something
0: (laughs) what are your thoughts on Ghostbusters 2 did you like that movie
1: what's funny is I I do like that movie and I actually I love growing up I loved it just as much as the first one um like as I got older I started to hear kind of the uh the backlash against it from fans like how it was kind of a rehash of the first one and I know a lot at the time, like a lot of, there was like a lot of like parent outcry that it was like too scary. And they tried to like, Oh, kind of tone it down because, because the cartoon was so popular mm-hmm. at the time because the, the show started in between the two movies coming out. So the show was so popular that, um, Harold Ramis actually felt pressured into making Ghostbusters to feel more like the cartoon. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, so it's a whole thing, it's like a whole thing that he actually was like really down about like until the end of his life even even though he knew both movies had a fan base. But yeah, yeah, I've always been a fan and I and I actually have a really hard time separating the nostalgia for that with like my critical Ryan. brain. However, like the last few times I've watched it, I definitely don't get the same level of enjoyment <laughs> uh, out of it as I used to, but there's definitely things in it that I I still truly think are fantastic. So I, I definitely am still a fan. I'm I, I enjoyed the new movie a lot. Afterlife, um, there's even stuff in the 2016 reboot movie that yeah. I like a lot. So I, I think I don't even want to get into that no, no, yeah, <laughs> no, sure. spiel. But that that movie has a lot actually, a lot of positives in it. And I'm still a huge fan of the animated series too. I, I have. I have like the four like this insane four K box set for the nice. movies that came out last year. And I have a full I have the complete box set for the animated series. It's like the the box is like the firehouse. Oh, wow. awesome. So yeah, I'm I'm obsessed and it's you know, that's it's a thing that got me into X Files, and I would not be a, sure. a, a Hellboy fan without. Right, well, it seems and... like nice. that kind of
0: got you onto that whole path. I mean, that's why you watched it at like two and a half years old or whatever, because it kind of like <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. You, it did something to your mind yeah, parents... at that point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it impacted your biological upbringing.
1: Yeah, totally. It's and you know, what? it's it the stuff that I'm still like a huge fan of today, and like really connect with from back then is like that stuff that I watched when I was like two through like right. six years old yeah you know i'm i'm a huge batman fan because i saw batman 89 and i watched the animated series when it came out and like every day after school i'm a huge trekkie and i know it's like my mom my mom was a huge trekkie she watched the original I'm star a huge trek trekkie as well <laughs> she she watched the original star trek mm-hmm. when she was like eight years old and i was a year old when next generation started so by the time i was like three ish I'm. I was sitting down and watching new episodes with her, and then I grew up watching Deep Space Nine and Voyager, and now I I still watch everything Star Trek related as it comes out. Wow,
0: nice. Yeah, you know, um, I read of Ghostbusters too because of that. I I like that movie. I think Peter yeah. McNichol is yep. so funny in that movie, and I don't know. Is that like is it racist to like like that performance because he's doing like an accent or yeah, whatever? Uh, he's European. Well, I don't know. He can't wait, what kind of accent is he doing? Huh? he's supposed to be well, like God, hungarian I,
2: I, well
0: oh yeah yeah but i don't,
2: I don't yeah. think it's a race of people it's a country uh, but you can I, be any color and i think Trump he's or... so funny in that <laughs> movie true. and i
0: always loved that movie i always really liked yeah. it and then when i as i got older i heard that that was the bad one and that everybody hates that one and huh. i was like
2: what? Interesting. And
0: Ghostbusters too? Are you serious? Vigo the Carpathian and yeah. all that. It's, the I pink mean, slime. It, it
1: definitely, yeah. I love all that I think, shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, I,
4: think, hey. I
1: think its biggest fault. There's like a few things here and that are like, okay, they don't. It doesn't really work. Um, yeah,
0: people don't like when the toaster starts dancing. That's the yeah, part right, where people
3: yeah. are like, I, ah, I, this
1: is like the cartoon. Boo! Oh, the court scene. <laughs>
3: You know, they're like, do oh, yeah. I guess ya This so. is so
1: good.
0: I, I loved all that, though. Man, yeah. I loved all that. I don't
1: but, know. I think the horror stuff that, that's in Ghostbusters 2 really still holds up and is quite scary. Like, there's a scene with severed heads on sticks, you know? like Yeah. <laughs> that, there's stuff yeah. in that movie that did freak me out when I was, like, old. Like, I, you know, I'd been watching them for years. By the time, like, let's say I was like, I remember... I still to this day, I remember being like seven or eight years old and having a nightmare. And I don't I can't pinpoint what happened in the nightmare, but I just remember coming downstairs and laying on the couch in our living room and just being absolutely terrified because I had just watched that movie probably for the 12th time or, or something and mm. something in it, probably the subway sequence or something freaked me out. And I just yeah. had a bad dream. And my at the time my dad used to get up really early for work. He used to work for uh, UPS and he'd be up at like literally two, three in the morning to like start getting ready for work. And he like saw me on the couch and had to like full on, like calm me down and like get me back to bed and everything. But it's like a core memory that's never left. (laughs) Right.
0: Man, oh, um, um I, I guess my thoughts about- too? Sorry, I just want to mention any Potts, I love her in that movie. Oh my God, she's and incredible! They, and then in anyway. that, yeah, and too,
1: they modeled yeah. her after the cartoon, obviously. Right? Yeah.
0: Maybe that's why I liked it so With much. The red, anyway. I'm everything. a sucker for all of that. I was ten, so yeah, maybe that's yeah. why I liked it.
3: No, so when the second one came out, I remember like, I mean, I went and saw it in the theater, and I remember enjoying it. I had a great time, but I do remember thinking that I thought the first one was better. that's like saying like i think the first one's like a plus and this one was like an a minus you know okay you know i still i still enjoyed it i mean like vigo the carpathian i mean that dude was
0: fucking scary (laughs) (laughs) i liked all that i thought it was awesome yeah
2: i like the i like ghostbusters i think they're good yeah bill murray's fucking funny
0: yeah he's great um i remember uh you remember that scene where he's walking and he sees Dana, and he's doing, like, that one-foot hop thing. Yeah. You know what
2: I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. I always
0: yeah. wanted to... I, try, I used to try and do that. Like, can, I wanted to figure you out... You can.
2: Do, you can do that.
0: But I, I couldn't make it look as good as... He makes it look so good when he's doing <laughs> he it, knows. and I'm like, why can't... He just does it so... He's such... The physical comedy is yeah. that he's able sure. to do is, like, I don't know. It's flawless. It just looks amazing. <laughs> and I'm like, man, I could never be that good. Anyway.
2: I think you could.
0: I probably could. I'll I need to try I it. believe I'll, in you. I'll take, a, I'll take an Instagram <laughs> reel. Great.
2: I encourage you to do this. <laughs> um, Very normal thing.
0: Well, okay. So I've been
3: actually been thinking about this since you suggested it last week. It's just like, you know, the late 80s, early 90s. I mean, that is like a pivotal time for me. That's like for me going from being like, you know preteen to teenager to you know mm. almost an adult and all that and so like it's also a time of transition where i went from listening to like top 40 pop music to listening to metal music i just remember like oh, sorry, okay so i all the movies like who framed roger rabbit ghostbusters um indiana jones and the last crusade and batman and robocop and
0: yeah, like, all, of this batman, was, like, yeah.
3: all of this like good stuff that just came out during that time you know total recall terminator 2
0: Total Recall, man, I love that friggin' movie. Oh my yeah.
1: god! Aubrey's <laughs> Aubrey speaking my language,
3: you know, it's just like, you know, and then like, like I said, like you know, I like my music. People taste changed during that time, you know. Like, I, I, I'll be go ahead and straight admit, I was like, I was digging like, you know, the Bon Jovi and the Vanilla Ice and the MC Hammer until I got some taste.
0: <laughs> no, I was. Uh, um, you know, people make fun of well now Rick Ashley's all awesome and everything, but I listened to him back in the day. I we yeah. had the tape, you know. Wait,
2: wait, when was he never When when was he ever not awesome? Before he became
0: a meme, like he kind of dropped out a little bit, he you was know great. what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, but like I remember like watching those videos when they came on and we had the They're tape great. and everything and Together yeah. Forever, that's a great song. Yeah, I I liked that song better.
2: Fall. I liked yeah. that song
0: better than uh, yeah. It's good stuff uh never gonna give you up and and that's the one that everybody anyway anyway i think it's a, that's it's a better
1: album. it's a better song john
0: for listen sure.
2: and and
3: then like on tv you had like stephen king's it coming on on the miniseries oh, i mean no, that shit was the great just
0: scared the shit out of me <laughs> now i go back and watch it and i'm like this isn't that scary but i don't know at the time i was like freaked out by that stuff man it was so scary man that was a great rundown right there um what's your favorite part of total recall two weeks yes that's the part I was gonna say <laughs> two weeks that's a great part also uh, like when they get shot out they get shot out into Mars and then they're all <laughs> they're all like their eyeballs are all coming out and stuff <laughs> and they used to freak me out man yeah, or, that um,
3: amazing where Cohagen is like talking to Michael Ironside he goes don't think I don't pay you to think
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> when he's wearing the the, towel the head pulls that thing out of his nose and all that oh that looks so painful oh yeah Yeah.
1: i got the uh i had the 4k of that it's pretty sweet Nice. does does it
0: hold up because i've heard that like some of the 4k transfers aren't uh, have you come across a bad one
1: um the unfortunately the terminator 2 one isn't that great it kind of just looks like a slightly better blu-ray right Um, and they've actually they've talked about like how That's like the one that Cameron didn't really put his stamp on. Um, And it's it's probably never going to get a better release, unfortunately. I think Um, we have
0: that one. Um, I thought it was all right. I guess I didn't really. I I heard that like heat is not a good one or whatever. Um, I don't
1: have that. Anyway, Um, you know what? You know what I've, I've found is the the best the two best eras for 4K are the 70s and the 80s and brand new stuff because brand new stuff mm. they're shooting on like 4K cameras anyway. Mm-hmm. And when you get into the 70s, 80s, even like some of the 60s stuff, you're you're getting like the best era for actual film stock. So yes. as long as the transfer is well done and it's and at 4K, it's it's always going to be taken from the original film elements as long as they're surviving. Um, that's when you're going to get the best because when I got my whole set, like when I finished my basement and I got my whole setup for down here, I was like, I need this to be like the best that I can afford kind of thing. Like I want to, the best, the best bang for my buck. So I started, like, I just stocked up on, on movies and I just, I bought a whole bunch and I kind of just threw one on after another, just like night after night, I would just be down here like watching stuff. Man, and that some sounds of, awesome. Some <laughs> of the absolute best ones I have are from the 70s and 80s, hands down. Things like Close nice. Encounters looks unbelievable.
0: Aww. Oh, Close Encounters. See, okay, I'm glad. Because uh, like now I, I have uh, a couple. On, I'm definitely going to look for Total Recall
1: now that you yeah, mentioned that. Yeah, Total it Recall good. was good. I can't, like, I'm not picturing, like, being blown away by it. But I also... It's Verhoeven, so his stuff always looks kind of a little grittier, but at the same yeah, time, yeah, at the same time, I think time, that adds to it though. Oh, absolutely, because, like, for example, like the Close Encounters one that I think looks incredible, you you see the film grain, you see the scratches that weren't able to be fixed, and it doesn't take away from the experience at all. You're but the picture is like crystal clear, so you, you're seeing it as it was meant to be seen, as it was originally. Right shown in theaters uh, nice. the, the the 2001 4k is amazing so like there's definitely like there's definitely like a trend with directors so obviously like Kubrick stuff looks incredible Spielberg stuff looks incredible.
0: Ah, uh, um, oh, I I just picked up 2001 on 4K. Yeah, yeah, it's um, so it's, yeah. That's that's one that I was like, man, I got to get this. Yeah, it's fantastic.
1: Nice. The Jaws 4K is really great, but this there's never been they, every one of those really every every time it's released, it looks great. You know, for the both. <laughs> nice. uh I got both Blade Runners on 4K. Oh, Blade nice. Runner.
0: What year is that? What year is the first Blade Runner? Uh, the first 81. one was
1: eighty two. Me too. Yep.
0: I I think it's still we we can still talk about it. Um
1: that's top five favorite movie.
0: Really? Okay. We talked about with Aubrey the the final cut is the best cut. Final cut is
2: the best cut. Do
1: you agree with that? Uh yeah, absolutely. Oh awesome. Awesome. Very good. I I understand the affinity that people have for like the the theatrical cut, especially if it's the first version they saw, which is usually (laughs) the case when someone loves it. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> especially with the, the, the horrible uh, voiceover that Harrison Ford didn't want to do.
0: Right. Um,
1: <laughs> and then the final cut is like sort of a, a, a mashup of the director's cut and the international cut. Yeah. Um. So they uh. added a few, not all of the extra bits of violence from the international cut, but some of the ones that made more sense. And then, all of the story elements from the director's cut and then the final cut is the more polished version and they even went in and like fixed some like errors with sound and things that final had been there since the original cut. yeah 100
0: yeah. yeah. is 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 that on uh has that been released on 4k yep okay
2: aubrey is uh one of his superpowers is that he knows the best version of any given thing and he'll tell us and he'll tell us that and we'll hope so
4: so anytime i want to
2: know something i'm like john let's text aubrey and ask him which one is the best one because there's four of these
1: yeah i think me and aubrey are the same way because i have to like i have to look into everything when i find out that there's multiple versions of something just ask
2: aubrey he'll know he'll tell you yeah just text him (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> well, let's talk about this a little bit. I like this where this discussion is going because we got a couple movies from this era that have alternate cuts. We're talking about Terminator 2, right? So, uh, Several cuts. What of what, is, 2. what is your preferred cut of that, Aubrey? The director's cut, the longer one. I like it. James Cameron didn't add
3: every scene back into it, but I mean, he no. added like like the scene where the chip re- gets replaced in his head, that's only in the um yeah. director's cut. And that's like a that's really a good cool idea.
2: scene. And it doesn't slow down the pacing. And I think yeah. it adds a lot. And it's so much so that we'll be watching the normal version, regular cut. And I'm like, mm-hmm. where's the scene with the chip in the head that they do? And he's like, that's an yeah. scene. And I'm like, no, surely not. It's
0: yeah. been ingrained into your head yeah, that that's but the But it's original.
2: such a well-paced movie that all the other yeah, ones it, out. For me, I think.
3: And it's only really like fifteen minutes longer, so it's not like you know. Right. If if it had come out today, it probably would have been the version that came out to the theater because sure. you know it's still yeah. shorter yeah. than Avatar and Titanic.
2: It's so <laughs> delicate though, because like destroying the pacing of one of the most well-paced films in history, like a film that people are constantly praising for the fact that it's so well-paced. Yeah. Oh yeah. Is like it's an interesting idea. Like sh- like I I. It's been a while since I've uh Seen that? I guess I would have to. I don't know. I remember it being good though, so I don't know. Yeah, I bet it's good. I believe you. I think because Aubrey's always right about that sort of thing, so he's probably <laughs> right about this. <laughs> I think
1: I prefer the theatrical cut for Terminator right Two. On. However, nice. I I do like I do like those extra scenes for the most part. Like I like the extra chip scene. I like the scene where. Um, I'll tell you what I
2: don't like. I'll tell you what I don't like. I don't uh, like uh, the extra sarah connor scenes
1: so you don't you don't like the scene with um she sees kyle in the, in oh, the i love i love all that stuff to me that, that's that's the one scene i think works the best is when she sees him like in the dream
0: really right
1: yeah okay. and I, really? I i'll tell you what i don't like is uh arnold trying to smile that scene oh. is so dumb <laughs> that, that it, it, if you cut that out i would probably throw on the director's cut more often but also like i've seen the actual cut like a thousand times so that's usually right. the one that I'm like that i gravitate towards sure.
2: however yeah. well, right i get that
1: like i yeah. definitely prefer the director's cut of um aliens while we're on the top that's the cut. next one i was gonna yeah. okay okay same. so okay.
0: You, with that one aubrey y'all are on <laughs> the same page here yeah but i mean
3: oh man with, uh, aliens the abyss and terminator 2 i think each one of those has a special edition. And I yep. think this, in my personal opinion, is the special edition on each one of those films. Mm, okay. Yeah. I, 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 seen...
1: I always watch the special edition of the abyss as well. Yeah. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Nice. It's, it's a, okay. uh, the special edition of the abyss is actually the story he was trying to tell. Whereas the theatrical version is like the trimmed down. Let's just listen yeah. to the theater. Hollywood version. version. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, so well, there's like stuff that doesn't really make sense unless you watch the extended cut. Whereas exactly. like, whereas like the Terminator extended cut, it's here's some extra stuff that, yeah, like unnecessary. It it it's not totally necessary, but it helps you kind of understand the world better, and yeah. that's that's how I feel about the Aliens extended cut as well. Except I think it's I think the Aliens extended cut also feels like a more complete thing than the theatrical cut, especially when you get into, um, the like the stuff about like Ripley's daughter. Right, um, you mm-hmm. get more. You get the back. You get. You actually see all of the backstory of the uh, the colony before the alien outbreak. Yeah,
0: I like that part um, too. I
2: like the first alien movie. Aliens two to, to me k- remains unwatchable. I can't watch it.
0: Oh, really? because of all wow. the wow. Sh- every two, a- two seconds, Ripley! it's the most highest
2: pitch. It's the highest pitch sound you've ever fucking heard, and it's just never ending. It just mm. goes on so long. it's just like constant screaming throughout the entire movie and it's the most unpleasant uh, sound you've ever heard and i'm like it's so prolonged and unpleasant like i just can't i cannot have that film on i have to either like mute it or stop it or i can't do it like i can't watch it
1: i will say the the director's cut of the original alien is a fun watch but not the preferred version okay
3: I i think Ridley scott even said like my preferred version is the theatrical version, but they asked me for a second cut, so I
1: gave yeah. them this. Yeah. They asked him for another cut. Right. So he
2: was like, "All right." Yeah. Even though that he's like, "This is my cut. The movie mm-hmm. that I made. This is the yeah, one." it's it's <laughs> like an cut. alternate
1: take on. It has a few things added in, but uh, oddly enough, it's actually shorter than the theatrical cut. Right. He, trimmed, yeah. right. Weird. he trimmed other it's like, stuff. Like if anything, I'll take stuff out
2: of it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's great.
1: It's it's so it's a, it's technically like not canon right like, because the stuff you yeah. added like, yeah. in and i also prefer the extended cut of alien 3 too so i think that's a, a wholly misunderstood movie yeah okay. well
0: i need to rewatch yeah. that one because I, I have the box set that has everything on there but i don't i don't recall that special edition yeah
1: that's that's a 100 percent the version to watch
0: but i do love a i, I do love a charles dance i love charles oh yes. yeah. yeah i love oh, yeah. the whole the right whole
1: cast that. i mean I, I well i can't say the whole cast because there's a lot of like guys mm-hmm. that are literally just fodder but uh the the whole main cast anyone that has like a legit speaking role is like fantastic like there's a lot of great british uh character actors in that movie that went on to like big things or or if you just google them you see that they've been in like a thousand things and you've probably seen half of them are we only talking about
2: are we only talking about sci-fi no we're
0: talking about about we're we're all in the we're still in the late 80s early 90s era what what did you have Something? the breakfast club Oh, The Breakfast Club. year love do you that movie. I love 84.
1: 85. Okay, yeah. 85, okay.
0: Yeah, so that falls in there too, uh, Breakfast Club. Yeah. Um... So
3: Breakfast Club was the first movie I saw in the theater that I didn't have to get up and go to the bathroom at once.
2: <laughs> I love how that's such a specific thing to remember. Aww.
3: I don't know why I remember that.
2: I'm so specific.
0: Although, I probably I love shouldn't
2: have been watching that movie
0: as a 10-year-old. <laughs> Aw, Yeah, we put that one on. Every, I feel like we just watched that one recently. Yeah. Or something like that. I mean, uh, that's I one love to that, just have that on. Yeah, that's <laughs> one that's just to have on. And every time, I mean, there's always a different line that sticks with me. I would love something.
2: to go to a quote-along of that. Yeah, that would be a, <laughs> fun, a fun one. That's a fun one. Are you a fan of that movie,
0: Chris?
1: Uh, yeah, a huge fan. That's definitely one that I, I also so saw at like 8 or 9 and... I don't know. Like, I know there's like a lot of like cursing and stuff in it, but like, I've never found that movie to be like maybe offensive is not the right word. Well, I, some I, of the think...
2: language doesn't necessarily age well, yeah. but I feel oh, sure. like yeah. it's it's not egregious. In right, I don't
1: know. yeah. What's like? I like I watched like Stand by Me when I was like seven years old, and it's still one of my favorite I movies. Movie. And I, could, I love that movie. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's a it's a perfect movie. It's one of those things like there's a lot of harsh language in that. But, yeah, I, like my like my family never had an issue like putting it on because it was like it was like one of those things that it's not necessarily just there to be shocking it's it's there because that's no and that's the thing is that boys talk
2: just because exactly just because there's language in a movie it's like depiction isn't endorsement right Right, it's something that we're not necessarily supposed to be on that character's side while he's saying that Yep. You know, these characters all are all strangers when we're introduced to them and we g- gradually get to know them over the course of the movie. And despite their differences, they become friends. Like that's the whole point of the movie. So like at first, these characters are very unlikable in some ways, in a lot of ways. And right. so, but then, you know, you get beneath the surface and that's the whole point of the yeah the movie. And yeah. so, yeah, like I feel like when these characters are saying these things that might be part of, depiction is not endorsement. OK, so right, just yeah. like be a grown up adult and watch the movie. It's fine. <laughs> yeah,
1: I have a phrase yeah. that, I, that I live by and I kind of throw it at people that decide that they don't like something because they don't care for like a depiction of a character or something. And I, and I always say you don't have to like a character to yeah. like the character. Oh, like yeah. in, Bruges. like, like that, in Bruges, like in Bruges is incredibly blue, yeah, but it's yeah. like Those guys are like pieces of shit, but you love, Well, they're just,
2: they're, they're <laughs> literally the whole point of the movie is exploring themes of like redemption yep. and who deserves redemption. Is it this guy that's an absolute piece of shit? Think about it. Like, so yep. it's just like the whole entire, he says it, it, it's like in your face the entire fucking time. The two characters, the lead characters actually have an entire fucking conversation about it. Anyway. I won't go off on this, but the breakfast club is awesome. And yeah. I love it so much.
0: I, you know, yeah. um, when I used to watch it, I would look at the, you know, you look at the kids and you're like, which kid am I, you know what or I mean? Or which,
2: which combination of kids, which am combinations I? of kids, <laughs> or just uh, more?
0: but, uh, but, but now that I when but now when I watch it now, I I pay more attention to the adult characters, um, oh, sure, to yeah. Vernon okay. and uh, and the custodian guy, you know what I mean? And it's like,
2: absolutely man
0: you know you just uh you, you get those different i don't know it's it, it it that movie has a very high rewatchability. oh yeah um yeah, you know, yeah. kind of like a, a, you notice different something character. different about it every yeah, time yeah. yeah it's really that's good. the
1: best kind of th- that's the best kind of movie like like that for example like an adolescent movie or a coming of age movie where yeah. you can grow up with the movie and you're now Seeing it, you are now seeing it from the adult point of view. Whereas, like, yeah. when, right. when you mm-hmm. were in high school, you are like, "Fuck the world!" I am John Bender. Fuck yeah, me. yeah. <laughs> you know. And or when you are thirty
2: seven, you are like, "Fuck!" I am John Bender. I've got a lot of healing to do from all this trauma that I've suffered. <laughs> or like, great, you I'm know, the, you have I'm to, to kind of look who's at miserable
1: it like... with my life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you
2: are like, ah, oh, poor Andy, poor Claire, poor everybody in this entire fucking movie. Like, it's very because yeah. they're all like, trapped in their own little prisons of being a yeah. child, and yeah. so. Yeah. I mean,
1: I think when I was a kid, when I was a kid, this is going to get deep. When I was a kid, I kind of identified with Brian a lot because I was absolutely. The kid yeah. Who was just oh, yeah. I was mercilessly picked on like an elementary school. Oh, elementary oh yeah. School. No, but, that was me. too. Oh, great. Brian. I'm a suicidal yeah. nerd. Like,
2: yeah, yeah. <laughs> absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. I had a lot of alley Sheedy going on. I had a lot of no, like I'm, I'm just oh like, weird and no one was so, talking to me and
1: I was so in love with her like when I was like 12 watching that movie. Oh my god! Yeah,
0: man, she's great in
1: that. And then her horrible glow up at the end. Like... That's
2: what I was gonna say. Oh, that was but... awful. <laughs> no, that was so, terrible. Yeah, I don't like. That. I don't agree with that. It's a war crime at all. That was really bad. They took a goth girl and did a like a little normal girlification yeah. yeah. on her. American that was a re- reverse yeah. glow up. Yeah. not good
0: yeah. <laughs> she went she, later she she put all her regular clothes back on she i wanted <laughs> i
2: wanted uh andy to be like what the fuck is this yeah no <laughs> don't do that um
1: i know i can't think of like an exact example but there's been quite a few things recently where a show a movie whatever it was where i wholeheartedly identified with like the kids growing up even like into college and now i throw whatever it is on and i'm like i hate every one of you i am (laughs) i am
2: so bad i am
1: the parent i am the adult here
2: you're the yeah yeah
1: (laughs) awesome
0: i I guess um i also want to talk about comics a little bit i mean this is a comics podcast but I was kind of looking back. You know, I wasn't reading a lot of comics in the late 80s and then early 90s. I'm trying to – but I was kind of going back and looking at some of the stuff that came out. Batman Year One, that was late 80s. To me, that surprises me Um, because I was looking at some late 80s lists – and like it had like secret wars on there and i'm like secret wars is impenetrable like that's like oh yeah
2: that's not i can't understand it's that. not anything it doesn't, it doesn't
0: make <laughs> yeah. sense it's not anything I, mean? I was like why is this on it's here a big but, pile of but like but to see batman year one on there like i had no idea that that's like late 80s yeah. you know what i mean like that's i always th- yeah i always
1: think of that as like late 90s early 2000s i don't know right wow yeah. well, uh, um, how prolific I that it is the-
3: yeah. During that time is when I first started reading comics, and the first two comic, Batman comics I read were Year One and Dark Knight Returns. My dad bought both the
0: trades, and he's like, here, you want to read a Batman? You just saw that movie. Bam. Aww, yeah, that's yeah. nice. But that's a... Yeah. Uh, yeah the, those came out right at the end of the 80s and that to me that that's phenomenal to me that especially yeah. year one i i just think year one is incredible it yeah. seems more like the modern era of comics or the modern storytelling of comics you know what i mean and less mm-hmm. thought boxes and all that or they they incorporate the thought boxes into uh diaries you know what so i mean you're So saying like it was that, ahead
2: of its time
1: yeah definitely it definitely feels like it like it feels more to me it always feels more of like a direct line to like the stuff that Jeff Loeb and Tim sale did. That's, that's why oh, yeah. I always think of it as being like a late nineties thing. Cause it just feels like right. a, a direct yeah. connection to those things rather than being like a decade plus earlier. I
3: had um, heard that um, when they were doing those series of what is a uh, long Halloween and yep. dark victory. Yep. Like the editor was like, I wish we could do something similar to like, you know, year one, like what happened to these, all these crime families in Gotham and all that. And Jeff was like, well, I'll tell
1: you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nice. I, yeah. And I love that stuff. And that's one of the reasons why I loved, uh, that's why I loved the Batman so much because it felt like it was just yeah it was just it was everything that I was reading like in high school, um in the early 2000s and I was like yes this just pump this into my veins this is my Batman right. like yeah another like- you said
2: the Batman what are you referring to the movie uh, the, yeah.
1: the Matt Reeves movie.
2: Fucking love that goddamn movie. It's so I good. Know.
1: Yeah,
3: I, know. Uh, I was like, but also around this time, like this is also time, like Death and the Family came out, and then right after that, A Lonely Place of Dying, where we got. I know who did to the Jim covers.
2: To Death and the Family.
3: Oh yeah, oh, <laughs> he's a he's an artist we may have heard of.
2: We may have heard of him.
3: I have an original uh, trade of that. Nice. I used to, but then I don't. <laughs> but then, like, I was getting into the X Men at the time, and that's when like Inferno was going on, and they were going through the Siege Perlis and. I was reading X-Factor back when it was the original team. Man, man, yeah, that's that's some good good
0: stuff. stuff. I've gone back and read a couple of those While you were doing
2: that, I was watching the X-Men cartoon. (laughs) And I was like, what's comic books, Precious? And my dad was like, (laughs) oh boy, have I got some stuff for you. Give me a big box full of just randomly assorted comic books from all over different, any bullshit, randomly. Like one issue of this and a different issue of that and whatever. And that's how I started comic books. And then, I, and mean, I found a bunch of his heavy metal in there, and that fucked me up a little bit. But it's all right. <laughs> it also made me really appreciate weird, cool stuff, like yeah. weird sci-fi art that doesn't fit any categories yeah. and is for nothing. It Lovely also let sharing. me read Dune, and I was like, this is weird, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, I like Jurassic Park also. Jurassic Park Jurassic is amazing. Park. Yeah. That,
0: That's like, weird. why hasn't... um. I didn't see the, the Adam Driver movie. I, I want to see it. I haven't seen
1: it. But it seems like no one does anything with dinosaurs, right? I mean, I, like, did, I did see that movie. What was it good? It was fine. It was like a, oh, like a okay. C plus movie. Yeah. So it was fun. It was it was short, thankfully. Uh,
2: <laughs> Sounds like it, it wasn't was, very good.
1: It was it was like a fun 90 minute movie. It's basically okay. ro- a Roger Corman movie with a budget.
2: Okay. Oh, oh, I I okay. Space spaceman
1: yeah. fights dinosaurs
2: jurassic park is one of the greatest <laughs> movies ever that's another one i love one. that sure movie so much
0: uh, i have memories of that that was the first vhs that i ever bought i nice. i, oh, wow. I, I yeah.
2: wo- okay so i got that as a gift as a child yeah yeah as, i wore it out i was watching it so much it
0: was so cool because it was just like a black box with the logo on it my mom know, would the front and you're yeah like, oh, my, my
2: mom park. would come into the living room where i would at like six or seven in the morning and i would already be like halfway through that movie and she'd be like what's happening yeah. right now like
0: yeah that that's an amazing movie the the teenager ninja turtles movie from 1990 was <laughs> yeah. like oh that like, was so good for me yes <laughs> you know um, so good. we uh we, we we talked about this a couple weeks ago The but
2: practical effects in that movie yeah are so it's, good
0: it's just nuts uh, but there is a uh, we watched that part. that that blackberry movie and there's a guy in that movie that's obsessed with the Ninja Turtles movie yes. and the soundtrack. And I was like, "That was that's, me. Yeah. That nice. was me." Like singing all the songs in the car, the yeah, fucking dude. the Turtle Power song and all that shit. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> I was so into it, man. Was it was, was so just, cool that movie. Like, to be fair,
2: you were a child though.
1: Yes, I, so. I just I rewatched was, it.
0: Man, uh, is that on 4K? Has that come out yet?
1: I don't think I don't, so. I, I, I don't think so. What's I have I have the DVD of, uh, of the first two um and i literally it was on netflix and i threw it on netflix just as like a time killer i was like i'll watch like 15 minutes of this and like do chores i watched the entire movie i just yeah. sat there and watched the whole thing man and I, was like, I love this movie, so much yeah. not only so good not only did i watch the whole thing but nicole sat there and watched the whole thing with me and she's like i like this movie too i'm like <laughs> that's why i married you there's uh i used to have
0: the vhs of it um oh, and yeah, i don't know if you too. remember yeah. but there was a pizza hut commercial <laughs> um, and the beginning of the vhs and it had some song about these kids playing baseball That's and i great. remember that wow i remember it every time because i would watch it so yeah. many times wow. and i would see that commercial wow. every definitely
1: time. definitely that tape and like d- there was a handful of vhs tapes that i had the that, individual
2: like, I, animated ones of the animated for, episodes
0: sure of ninja turtles oh, yeah, yeah. You're
2: talking about those
1: no no i i meant i meant just like movies in general like vhs tapes that i had but like the the trailers at the front of the vhs tape oh you're talking like, about the
2: yeah 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 sure they're just like Absolutely.
1: ingrained in me like i knew like yeah the one ninja troll yeah. tape had like the trailer for like suburban commando and it's just <laughs> oh i do tra- remember i remember that too holy shit you're like unlocking something weird <laughs> in my head right
0: now that trailer
1: is just like in my soul <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, like, i don't know oh, i'll never get hulk hogan in a tutu out of my head i don't even know oh if I've se-
1: i don't even know if i've seen the entire movie no. but i know that trailer inside i don't
0: think out. i've seen it either but i know that trailer too
2: there wow. are there are certain sound clips of like logos that will come up in oh, front yeah. of the thing Ooh. and oh, yeah. it like you said just unlocks something super weird when, when we were
0: when we were watching justice league and every in the beginning it's like that dun, 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 and they show bugs bunny yeah that was yep you came that. in
2: from the other room
0: yeah. and i was like what
2: is this like yeah. i was just
0: like i remember the <laughs> warner brothers do you remember the warner brothers catalog does anyone remember the warner brothers catalog yeah yeah
1: yes, Where yes. they
0: had like all that exclusive man I was, God, I was like, man, <laughs> if I had money, if I, if, you know. oh would have people, the
2: tackiest
1: Bugs
0: Bunny Watch. You know, people are always like, if you could go back in time, man, I'd, if I go back in time, I'd go order everything out of that I would have the tackiest
2: Brothers. Taz bed <laughs> frame of right? all time.
0: We're going to have a, a a Taz jean jacket no. or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> no, not allowed, yes. you're not
2: allowed to do any
0: of these things. I
1: definitely had some of those, like, Tasmanian Devil, like, hip-hop shirts when I was, like, nine. Oh, my God, are you uh,
0: serious? Well, yeah. it, uh, I yeah. had some, too, but they banned them at our school. Because they right. said, oh, really? they said they were gang related,
2: right? Oh, so sure. I had yeah. some of those, and then we couldn't
0: wear them, and I was like pissed. About were they it. gang
2: related? I don't know. No, no, right? Like everything, that
1: doesn't make any sense. They
2: said sense. everything
1: was gang
0: related. It was that's stupid. how they because
2: they don't like when kids are wearing a thing. Yeah, and they say oh, it's gangs. <laughs> you you can't because they don't like that you're wearing it.
1: You guys have a Six Flags near you? Not no. anymore. Not anymore. Yeah, not anymore. No. So, oh, but dude. I
0: but I grew up in San Antonio and they do have one
2: they there. They got rid World there. Yes. Yeah. So, so like
1: it. a lot of the stuff in that WB catalog you could buy at Six Flags World. you know cuz they had oh, all okay. the stuff. So, like, I have, my, you know, I have great adventure, like an hour from me. Nice. You could like they had like the Warner Brothers, like duffel bag and the t- jackets <laughs> and like all that stuff was right there. And in, like the box shop. your shorts.
3: Yeah. Yep. My uh, my first job, which coincidentally was also in the early 90s, was working at Six Flags Afterworld. And I got a bunch of that Looney Tunes stuff there. <laughs> when I worked yeah. there.
0: Oh, <laughs> wow. Do you remember anything specific that you got there? Uh, just a little Marvin the
3: Martian figurine.
0: Was oh. he
2: wearing a backwards visor? And <laughs> yeah. did he have like an angry look on his face? Did he have his arms crossed? His and... arms were crossed in front of him, like I'm doing his right arms now. You can't were see. Crossed me. in
3: front of him. Okay. Oh, there you go. Did they have their eyes narrowed. Their, yeah. ir-
2: their arms are crossed in front of him. Bugs Bunny's mm-hmm. got a. He's got a, a his sideways ball cap on. Oh, Bugsy, and what bugs Baggy in trousers. There. Yeah. They've got jinkos on. Yeah, all of the characters oh, they have man. jinkos and basketball jinkos. jerseys on. You yeah, yeah. actually,
1: you guys just unlocked a memory for me. I had, <laughs> I had, I had the the t shirt that was Bugs and Taz God. standing with their arms crossed. Caps on backwards and they had their jeans On backwards like crisscross oh
0: Amazing my God. Wow. That's awesome. incredible Please tell and me I, there's a picture of you in oh this shirt man. There, I uh, this. 100% <laughs> there's a photo That exists of me somewhere Send that to us, yes, we, we're going to post I, it yes, we, <laughs> we, we need <laughs> this it's, it's vital that we receive this, this I have to, Transmission from you
1: I have to look because I'm, I'm, I'm going to say I'm 95% sure I definitely wore it to Six Flags once Because we used to we go like every this. summer that's um, awesome. I don't what, know if it's been—I don't know if it's been uploaded into the digital world yet, but there's there are definitely photos of me, and, and I'm sure my brother either had the same exact shirt or a very similar one, and we would just—I don't know. Me and my brother would wear very similar outfits when we were children, and I think it was my mom's doing. I ask
2: you this: Do you have any Lola Bunny merch? No,
1: no, I wasn't—I wasn't that horny of a child. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: well, Lola Bunny
3: didn't come out until Space Jam, and that was in the, more of the mid '90s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell yeah, about well, the
1: mean, uh, yeah. But when space, um, when space Jam came out, I was like 10.
2: Everybody get up! It's time to like slam yeah, now. Danielle we loves got that a movie. Jam going. I had now. never really, <coughs>
0: I had yeah. never really watched that movie until Danielle made me watch it. I made then, him watch it, uh, and then um, it's but, unwatchable.
2: Bill uh, Murray's in it. <laughs> yeah, Bill <laughs> Murray's in that movie. <laughs> it's not a good movie. <laughs> it's, but um,
0: later when I was watching iZombie Zombie. There's some great Space Jam jokes in that show, and I would have never caught those. Are some them, excellent
2: Space Jam references um, if uh, in if that I show. hadn't
0: seen that movie. So that was You're really awesome. out. anyway. Anyway, um, that that was enjoyable. But um I, was, I like
3: how the Space Jam website was still up until that new movie came it's out. so good! Oh,
2: wow! It was a, like a GeoCities <laughs> website. It was so Man,
4: good. It was a good
0: um, website, I, and I'm sure we could go on and on. But at some point, I gotta I, I gotta wrap up the show here. So uh, we will Independence but, uh, Day. Independence Day well, is great. It. We just watched that. Um, there's a special edition for that, there right? Is. But uh, we didn't watch that. We
2: watched the theatrical one.
1: I still remember
3: seeing that in the theater. On the special edition, I kind of been enjoying watching that one more, but I think the theatrical version is the better version.
2: Yeah. Don't the extended scenes are fine and everything. They just, just sort of slow the down the pacing of the movie more. I don't yeah, yeah. yeah it's definitely a pacing about- thing. Yeah. yeah, it's a pacing thing. They add little details about the scenes here and there. They just kind of stretch the scenes out. And it's fine. They're not bad, but it's like it does kind of just fuck yeah. up the pacing.
3: Hmm. Oh, speaking of movies that have extended editions, this kind of comes in the mid-90s, I guess. Uh, that thing you do?
0: Tom Hanks? Oh, we love that movie. It's a good one. We're just talking there's... about movies where there's a band and stuff like that.
2: I also love movies where Tom Hanks is just a fucking dick to everyone all the time. It's He's <laughs> nice. so good at it. He's so good at it. He's great
0: uh the
3: extended version of that one it's um it it's like adds a lot more to the film it doesn't take anything away i don't think it messes with the pacing but it does change
0: a couple of things a little bit uh the endings are slightly different but i think it's definitely yeah nice all right that's another movie where the guy is actually playing the drums yes Uh, yeah he's
2: he's actually playing i always like like, to ask john i'm like is this guy playing the drums
0: yeah the only one that i can think of right now is like on whiplash you can there's some parts where you can definitely tell he's that he's not, not playing it's not him and and they they like focus in the camera sure. you know on his face to kind of hide the fact they that make he's, it work but it, that's still great i love that movie but i was like he's yeah. not really playing all the it's time a great movie, he's though. playing some of the time <laughs> though um it's a good movie. anyway
1: um
2: you were gonna say something i'm sorry we cut you off oh yeah also. chris go ahead chris what are you saying
1: oh no my cat jumped up on my desk and i said oh shit." <laughs> 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 she sm- she jumped right onto the mic what is her name um, her name is ophelia <gasps> oh, oh hello a- ophelia she's a long-haired tuxedo
2: oh my goodness
1: nice, just- oh my gosh <laughs> i just had to get her belly shaved because she had really bad mats and oh no mm. i tried to take care of them myself but she gets really scary um yeah when she's uncomfortable so she i end up just bleeding everywhere and she ends up still having mats, so I said, "I'm Aww. taking you to the groomers," and which yes. meant taking her to the vet, and they lightly sedated her so they could take that's care good.
2: of her. Well, that's good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And then well, hi, Ophelia. Nice, nice to meet you. Ophelia. And
0: and with all that, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to wrap up the show here. I think this has been a great discussion of. Late eighties, early nineties, and and let us know, uh listeners, what what things that you liked, or I don't know, did you like anything? We didn't talk about the Burbs. That's another the Burbs.
2: Oh, fucking, the love fucking love that Burbs! Movie. That is one of the greatest oh, movies yeah. of all time. I, <laughs> I think fucking we can, love the Burbs. Uh, we were
0: talking about Tom Hanks. I think that, that we could have a whole discussion about that. About movie.
2: just the Burbs. Yeah. yeah.
0: But anyway, we'll come back to. This is going to be
2: twelve part series. Yeah.
0: We'll, we'll, I'm, I'm sure that we will. Come back, yeah. Oh, sorry, yeah. We also
2: didn't talk
3: about the Back to the
0: Future trilogy. I loved that during the oh, late 80s. Oh, okay. I, I, like good. I, I, I never don't... really got it. I was, <laughs> I, like I mean, I, yeah, oh, no. I never
1: really the got it. The first one, Masterpiece. Time. So I meant to bring it up when you guys were talking about Eddie and the Cruisers. Um, another great, insane, cheesy band movie from the 80s is Miami Connection.
2: I've never seen uh, that. I've seen that. Oh, my oh, God. Never it's, it's actually I've never heard that. I've never heard of
1: that. It's available to stream for free in a bunch of places, so you should be able to find it. It, I'm just, I'm going to give you a quick history rundown. Okay. It was a very low budget movie shot okay. in, I believe, Orlando, I'm posing so for Miami. I can't wait. Um, the guy who wrote and directed it, he owned all of the rights to it, and he owned basically every print of it, which was like there was like three uh. of them or something. <laughs> um, it, it basically had a very short theatrical run, disappeared uh. into anonymity. A guy that worked for Alamo Drafthouse was looking at like estate sales and things for he was basically looking for sure. old film prints for things to he run. Found at it, Alamo. And what did he do? What happened? He found it. He he eventually was able to contact the writer director who thought it was a prank because he was like, <laughs> I really want to he's like, I watched it. I want to show it at the theater. Eventually got the rights to do so. And then they put it out on Blu-ray and since then, it's now also gotten a 4K release, which I do own.
4: Oh, and God.
1: The reason I'm recommending it is because it is a rock band 80s drug lord, wow. like cartel kung fu ninja movie.
0: Yes. In oh, which says, a martial arts rock band. Yes. In which wow. the band, wow.
1: the lead band, uh, Dragon Sound, which is no. comprised of 20 to 30 to 40 maybe 40-something-year-old orphans team up to take on these ninja drug cartel guys.
2: I've heard and enough. It, I'm going to watch it. You don't have it, to continue it, selling me on this. I'm going to it's watch this an film.
1: absolute cheeseball masterpiece. There are uh, monologues in this movie that I hope people are performing when they try to get into, like, Juilliard.
4: Man. <laughs> yeah.
1: It's an incredible, fun movie. Oh, and it's so can, good. I know it's like on Prime and like Pluto TV and stuff. You can definitely find it to to watch for free.
0: Dang, I'm we excited. would definitely check this out. It's a uh, I've I've watched 1980s. it like
1: five or six times. <laughs> wow,
0: <It's> from nineteen eighty seven. Yes, uh, Wu Sang Park is the director. Yeah, yep. excellent.
2: Speaking of. Uh movies that are kind of like that purple rain i can't believe that didn't come up at all
0: oh i love that movie Um, we've just been talking about movies all day yeah um (laughs) i feel like we didn't talk about comics i I mean i love prince yeah
2: you want to know where comics and movies and 80s intersect what's it might have been 90s i can't i don't know they kind of blur together for me cool cool world
0: cool world cool world world. that movie's not good i thought you were gonna say ninja turtles have
2: you seen it though (laughs) i have seen that movie cool world al pacino brad pitts other one
1: it's a it's a bad movie i'm sorry it's a bad movie <laughs> a bad... yes
2: i never said it was a good movie i'm just saying have you seen this movie
1: yes yeah. i have
2: <laughs> you just brought up what is probably a very bad movie if
1: cartoons fuck it's the end of the world why are
2: you acting like i was like you know what's an, a great fantastic excellent movie is cool world i was like have what? you heard of this movie cool world okay yeah. let me tell you my story about cool world back in the day you could go into a grocery store and you could rent a movie i don't yes. know why but that was the thing you could do so we would get groceries, and I would always run over to the movies. and I'm like, "All right, you can get one." And uh, I would. She was just like trying to go, and I was like, "What about this one?" And I held it up. It had like a cartoon character on it, and she was like, "Fine, let's get it." She didn't look at. She's like, "Cool World," it has a cartoon character on. it. Oh, Brad Pitt, Al oh, Pacino. All right, fine, you can watch this. She did not like screen anything that I watched ever. So mm-hmm. I watched Cool World. I was like maybe seven or eight. Oh wow! <laughs> so yeah. Just I'm just telling you about that.
0: So according to IMDB, uh Miami Connection actually has a higher rating than Cool World. I that's not surprising so. <laughs> to me at all. Because that's
2: an awful movie. Yeah, cool World is a terrible movie.
1: Yeah, there's it's a bad, bad it's movie. It's real bad. And Miami Connection's a good bad movie. Okay.
2: okay. I believe that there is a yeah. distinction. I truly yeah, do. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just saying that is a movie that exists.
0: All right. And now I'm gonna wrap up this episode Cliff, he's been trying, trying to do, to do this so he's
2: tried. To, this is a third time yeah, he's tried to third do yeah third time's a charm
0: so now we're, i'm gonna throw it out to aubrey aubrey you're gonna say all the things go <laughs> ahead do it all right
3: everybody i think we thoroughly discussed this topic but i still no, want to hear what you think send us a hey you damn guys at book club comics at gmail.com follow us on facebook and instagram at book club member comics and on twitter book club members and as always you can find all of our resources on our podbean website our facebook about section and our link trees on instagram and twitter as always, a special thank you to Paul from Gotha Han for the listener feedback theme. Thank you, Paul. Thank you. Our theme music is from Only Beast. Thank you, Only Beast.
1: You're welcome.
0: And I want to thank Christopher
3: Christopher Egan for coming on. Chris, thank you for joining yeah. us thank today. Thank awesome. Incredible
0: contributions to the discussion today. Thank you so much. Uh,
3: our logo is from Ross Radke and our banner is from Matt Strackbine. You can find the podcast wherever you get your podcast from. And when you're there, open up and give us that five-star review. Every little bit helps. If you're enjoying what you're hearing, Tell a friend, have them join the book club. Yes, do it. Next week, we're reading Harrow County with Mark Tweedell. So you guys know what to do. Pull out those uh, trades, floppies, omnis, digitals, and whatevers, and join us
0: next week on Book Club Member Comics. Thanks for listening, everybody. I'm John Salinas.
2: I'm a basket case.
1: <laughs> I'm an age-inappropriate comic that my dad handed me at seven years old.
3: <laughs> and I'm Aubrey Lulles. The dark side's coming, and it's going to be real.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours, The Book Club.